Welcome, Welcome to the Nerd Lab. Get those nerds! 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 Let the nerds take over! Nerd alert! Were you some kind of nerd? Not some kind of nerd. I am the king of nerds. Nerd! Nerd stuff probably really excites you because you're a nerd. This is the Nerd Talkalypse Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything nerd. We provide the latest and greatest from trending pop culture and fandoms alike. So take a break from killing zombies with your lightsaber, hang up your cape and cowl, and hop onto the Hogwarts Express and ride your way over to Geek Down to fight our gym leaders and hosts of the show, Lane Stipe and Deej Penhollow. Hello, nerd enthusiasts, and thanks for joining us for this week's edition of Nerd Talk Lips Podcast. My name is Lane. And I'm Deej. And as always, we're geeking out weekly with our listeners about our favorite nerd topics. From Marvel and DC Comics, TV and film, Star Wars, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and beyond, Pokemon, the Walking Dead universe, Dragon Ball Z, GT Super, and the films alike and most things in between. That's right, guys, and here on our show, we express pride in pop culture nerdism and work hard to bring you trending content from all the fandoms you love. Please reach out to us via email, nerdtalklips at gmail.com, Twitter at nerdtalklips, or simply write up a review on iTunes or facebook.com slash nerdtalklips. We'd love some listener feedback. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for joining us for episode 31 of Nerdtalklips. Oh, yeah. Flash and Arrow is back. Flash and Arrow, for sure. Pretty good fucking premiere episodes, I have to say. Yeah, absolutely, and that's that's what we're talking about today. We're talking we're talking uh, Flashpoint, we're talking Legacy, and uh, all that good stuff. But first things first, we're gonna get right into some nerd news. It's time for the latest in nerd news with Nerd Talkers. Episode thirty one's nerd news here. I mean, there's a, there's a pretty there's not not a ton of stuff, but there's enough stuff here that we can we can chat. Actually, almost every topic. Surprisingly, there's only one article of DC news that I that I deemed worthy enough to put in this episode. Everything else there's news in. There's a lot of Marvel news that we usually don't really have, but New York Comic Con happened this week, and there was a bunch of shit that happened. So, oh yeah. But the first thing I want to talk about, I wanted to give a shout out right at the top of the show to me. Musician Jolene Boyd. She connected with us on Twitter. Um, she's helping promote the podcast. She uh, has pl- tweeted out multiple times saying that these these guys are my favorite nerds. It's my new favorite podcast. To all of her 2,000 followers or whatever it is, um, and she, so I just wanted to give her a big thanks um, for sneaking our page links into her post about her upcoming show and all and all that good stuff. So thank you very much. Um, we appreciate it. She said that she's also going to tell a couple of her friends. She's informed her daughter. Um, she's informed everybody that, that she knows that likes this kind of stuff. And she also told me that she was planning on tuning in live if we go live on uh, next Sunday for Walking Dead, like oh, yeah. at the end of the night. Yeah. For like immediate reactions, she's definitely going to tune in. So um, that will be really cool. 
But I just want to thank. I actually, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind sending everybody a thank you on Twitter for everybody that's reviewed us on iTunes already, everybody that's connected with us on Twitter in in the last couple months. That it's awesome. The the fan reaction's been nothing but great. So keep it coming. Tell every single person that you know that likes any of this stuff. Yeah, that that's what we're here doing every single week. Um, and if we aren't, then we'll tell you. But we try to be here every week doing it this is only episode 31 there's 52 weeks in a year uh, we aren't going to quite make 52 this year but um you can't help complications but anyway moving on we're going to get right into walking dead news lane you're up <clears throat> all right walking dead the walking dead scott gimple confirms negan's kill for premiere over the weekend at new york comic-con walking dead panel with a walking dead showrunner scott gimple was asked if we see Negan's victim in the first episode of season 7, and he had a few things to say, as well as Norman Reedus, who spoke up about filming the scene. We do indeed, Gimple says, after Chris Hardwick put him on the spot on whether or not we'll see the kill within the first hour. In putting together these episodes, I will say this season, the performances this year are astounding. The actors this year are the star of the show, Gimple promises. Be on the lookout for some amazing performances. Some really weird, creepy, strange walkers. <clears throat> Which, that's interesting, because you'd think at some point you're going to stop seeing new kinds of walkers. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like they, we've they seen all... so many variations of walkers that we're going to like, what else can they really do? But right. According to him, we're going to see some interesting other shit. Like, that's yeah, cool. that's that's good. Keep you got to give you got to hand it to Greg Nicotero for always just being on point new. with the thing. And, and we even saw we even saw him doing all that all that test stuff for uh, the uh, like when he was. Uh, it was on his Instagram. He posted that thing for the bat and the exploding head, mm. you know, things and things like that. It was just like all tests and, and things like that. So that it's gonna be really interesting if we actually get to see Negan smashing the head of whoever. Yeah. Like that is that could it could potentially be the most gruesome thing. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, they're all gonna die. That's what's going through everyone's head. Rita says of the group's state of mind to close to season six and start of season seven. So pretty much the state of mind on everybody and everybody in the in the show that they're all gonna die. Right. It's a weird feeling to be that powerless when we've always survived. I hated filming that. Rita's concludes. So, yeah, like they they have never been this helpless. Like even against the governor, they were always able to fight. If somebody died, they were at least fighting. This is just watching your comrade just get my, annihilated. Right. This is pretty interesting. <clears throat> and then and then there's uh there's there's one there's we can talk about that clip real quick, and then I have it in the show notes. So I was going to save it for the episode, but I think it might be worthy enough to talk about on, on Nerd News for right now, and then again on the episode. But um, So uh, at New York Comic Con, they re- AMC released an exclusive clip of um, the premiere. It wasn't – I don't know when it takes place in the episode. None of us do, but it was really intense. And basically what it is is a confrontation with Rick and Negan immediately after whoever dies, dies. Yeah. Um, and it's it's basically Rick – it's right from the comic book. It's a scene – Rick says, I'm, you know, I'm going to kill you. Not today, not tomorrow, but one someday I'm going to kill you. I don't recall, but there's a scene when, when he takes him into that RV happening in the comic book. No. After that, after that whole scene happens where he says that, Negan just kind of, he, he says, I'm, because Rick says, I'm going to kill you. And then he says, I'm sorry. What did you say? I didn't quite catch that. And he says, not today, not tomorrow, but I'm going to kill you. Yeah. 
and then I remember that he I says think. something. I can't remember exactly what's what was said, but then Negan just like gets up with the saviors and starts laughing his ass off and walks away. You know what I mean? And then the, the shot pans out, and you just right. see the dead body laying on the ground, <clears throat> and that's the end of that. But in the in this scene, he he starts talking about. He goes, "What did he have?" And he said, "Oh, a hatchet." He goes, "A hatchet." And he grabs the hatchet and puts it in his belt, and he grabs Rick and drags him into the uh, RV and. Says, I'm, he goes, I'll be back out real soon. Whether or not with Rick, I'm not sure. I mean, we know Rick will survive, but DJ had a good theory. Um, if you know the comic books or you've heard us talk about it before, we know that when the governor first met Rick, governor cut Rick's hand off in the comic books. So right. So spoilers in the comic like, book. Yeah. I mean, but that happened so long. If you're not that far, whatever. But, yeah. Uh, he just cuts his hand right off. Now, DJ's wondering, since, you know, he made such a big deal about the hatchet, now he's taking Rick in there, if he will cut off Rick's hand. You know, uh, the only reason I would say no is because, like, Robert Kirkman has said that he regrets doing that to Rick. Right. Now, does he say he regrets doing that altogether, or just as early as he did? Right, yeah, I'm not, that I'm not sure, but so. it it's pretty, <clears throat> I guess it really wouldn't matter that much, but during... Let's say in uh, maybe like it could be the end of I'm I'm thinking it could be like maybe mid finale season eight when there could possibly be a two year time jump when they get into the current storyline yeah um it's pretty important that Rick doesn't have a hand I guess it's not really that important no. but it's part of his character you know what I mean that he's got like a Merle thing going on yeah. You know, I mean, he's got like a piece over his hand, without without being too spoilery like that. That's pretty much about it as far as things go. So I feel like maybe they might go down that road. I'm not really sure, but it would be interesting. But the the other thing I wanted to talk about <clears throat> the title of this episode. What the the premiere? Yeah, I actually have it in the notes. If you want to go to the show notes, um. The Walking Dead Season 7 Episode 1 is called The Day Will Come When You Won't Be. So I put it in here. I said, first things first, let's talk about the title of this episode. More than likely, all of us are going to have a hard time remembering that this was said. But this is, this is almost, it's almost poetic. Season 1, Episode 6 of The Walking Dead, a conversation between Dr. Jenner of the CDC and Rick Grimes in regards to leaving the CDC before it blows up. And Dr. Jenner and the black woman named Jackie who stayed with him. Dr. Jenner said many cryptic things while the group stayed all right, well, the group who is vastly different now stayed with him in season or stayed with him six seasons ago in the CDC. From the creepy video footage of his wife's brain reanimating and then seeing the bullet go right through the brain to whispering to Rick in secret that we're all infected, and then the rest of the group not finding out until season two. Well, one more thing was said as Rick thanked him for letting him go and live on in the world instead of holding him in the building to die. Doctor Jenner quotes as he opens the door to let them out. So there's your chance. Take it. Rick looks up at him and says, I'm grateful. Dr. Jenner says, the day will come when you won't be. So how could you ever despair something that is this full circle? You know, Negan is walking dead history. You know what I mean? He is notorious. And his first appearance in issue 100 is something that I, I know and you know and yeah. Nate know and Dylan know. We'll never forget Hell when no. we first read that scene. I'm sure nobody will ever forget this episode either. And nobody will ever forget this episode. It'll be, it is always going to be a haunting moment in Walking Dead history and the TV shows. And for so many years, 
um, this moment will make television history and it'll be so graphic and, and everybody will be like, wow, do you remember Negan when he yeah. bashed so-and-so's head in? Like, It's just crazy. You know what I mean? So seven years ago, you know what I mean? We got that line, the day will come when you won't be. And I, I think I like that better than Something to Fear, which is what the comic book was called. Mm. Because it's just, there's something about it being so full circle that I'm just down with. Right. I just love that. Like, Well, today's, this is the day. Yeah, because after all the shit they've gone through, all of it, none of it is going to be quite as daunting as what they are witnessing on that day. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? So I don't know if this this title means anything to the episode um, specifically. Like if something – if Rick's going to get up and be like, remember when Dr. Jenner said that? Like, I don't think so. I don't think he's going to say it at all, but – that is, it's just cool. I just really, could really have enjoy a flashback it. of it. It'll just have a, like you, you, could, you know, he could flashback of him saying that and then him being, and then them being in this situation. See, that would be cool. Yeah. That would be really cool. If Negan does some fucked up shit to Rick in the trailer and he's like, yeah. oh, you know, remember some, like a dream sequence or something. That'd be cool. I don't really know. But if we get that, great. <laughs> but. Oh, His first appearance in issue 100 is something that I know we hear Deej, Lane, Nate, Dylan, and many of our friends will never ever forget as long as we live. Pretty much what he said. Right. It's a haunting moment, etc. So it's it's pretty interesting, but we'll talk about it again when we do the episode because we're gonna oh, you know have a couple of guests on there and we'll be reeling from the experience, I'm sure. But no, I know a lot of people from this trailer are assuming that they have a better grasp of who's being killed. You know, because Rick has the blood on his face. There's a puddle of blood next to him, but that could be explained in so many different ways that it's not necessarily the person that was right next to Rick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it might end up being that, but if it's, it might not either. Like, like I've said before, there's going to be somebody. There's going to be people that are right about who dies because if if, if somebody, if different people guess everybody, there's going to be at least a group of people that are right about who's being killed, and they're all going to be like, yeah, I fucking told you, yeah. Like, he didn't know. Like, you know, yeah. somebody's going to be right. It's it's bound to be. Like, Nobody knew. They didn't film the, the death until they started filming this season, and they kept all of that so well hidden. Unless, unless they were physically there on the set watching it happen, which I highly doubt that nobody actually knew. Yeah, I think The Walking Dead is doing a great job of trying to keep it under wraps, like... Because they know how the fucking the populace is. Like, see, but in, in everybody out there was so pissed about this finale, and and all that sort of shit, and they, they were like, "Oh, I'm not gonna watch the show anymore." But how much you want to bet this this gets them the best ratings of their life? Yeah, I guarantee it. Because it was such a fucking crazy finale that people are gonna have. They're oh, gonna I have to know. From the, la- from the end of that that last episode, the people were bitching like. You know, people were like saying, "Oh, that's fucking stupid." Blah 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 blah. But no, nah, I, I was like, I was like, I guarantee it. That's going to be the most watched episode. I said. That oh, in absolutely. One of our podcast, whichever episode we did it. And in. it's going to be, you know what I mean? It, there's just something. There's something about October that you know gets you back in the mood, and then you know as Flash and Arrow start and everything like that, I find myself just getting way overhyped for Walking Dead. I cannot wait for it to see, start again. See, uh, this new episode of Flash, I think, had the lowest ratings of a premiere yet. Of it show. did. Arrows was even worse. Arrows was worse. Arrows was terrible. Interesting. They they gathered. I think they gathered. Flash was, was only missing by, like, 0.2 million from, mm-hmm. like, their last time. Arrows was, like, 1.9 million or something. Wow. Like, low. Like, it was it was uh, over 30%. That sucks. But they were both pretty good. Arrow was... Oh. 
Arrow is fantastic. All right. Well, I found out that the same guy that directed that episode is doing the second one, too. Nice. For, so for the, all that cinematography that was dope, but we'll talk about that when we get to the episode. All right. We're going to get into DC Universe news real quick. Um, Suicide Squad is getting an extended cut, adding 13 minutes of more content, releasing uh, December 13th, 2016. So not that far. Uh, it's more towards the Joker and Harley Quinn, which is pretty much what we've been anticipating. Like, what right. everybody... You know, if there's going to be more Suicide Squad, it better have something to do with the Joker. Like, it's going to be, like, more fucking Killer Croc or something, and people are going to be like, fuck. <laughs> no, I... Even in the trailer that they released, there was more... There was a, more of a backstory yeah. uh, of Harley Quinn and, and her <clears throat> dive into the Joker's psyche and all that crazy shit. So, uh, that's going to be awesome. And here's the hoping. I New York Comic Con, they released a Funko Pop of uh, Joker with his face burned. Mm. Which is a scene we never got in the movie. Right. So I think that they're going to release that in the DVD because yeah. otherwise that was the point in having a toy. Yeah, I don't see why they should. They won't. Right. All right, so that's all we had for DC Universe News. I guess it could be worth mentioning uh, Justice League wrapped filming. Um, for In London, anyway, they wrapped it. Uh, so most of the league is done filming. <laughs> they're moving to Iceland now. Um, ben Affleck is going there and... Um, oh fuck what's his name Jason Momoa he's going there also they're filming some Aquaman stuff in Iceland um, and then they released a Zack Snyder tweet uh, tweeted tweeted out did some he on his Instagram something he put out a picture or a video uh, it was like a behind the scenes set video of Just League and it was pretty cool um, so definitely go check that out there was a lot of like really fun stuff to have and you get like a I'll tell you what, that the, the one scene of the whole league minus Superman yeah. coming down the bat elevator into the Batcave was so dope. That was on that same video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool. And then you get like a scene of Wonder Woman catching like a giant, or someone catching like a giant beanbag. It's like a green beanbag or blue beanbag or whatever. And um, Boulder. Yeah. Is he Boulder? It's going to be pretty interesting. But yeah, that so that was happening. Um, and I can't think of anything else. Superman was in the video, so that's pretty cool. So spoilers there, but yeah, everybody knows he's not—he's going to be in Justice League. So. I can't wait to see how he comes, how they uh, reinstate him. Well, his suit wasn't black in the video, but yeah, I—I'm hoping that it is when they start out. I don't know. It'll be for me. I—I—it's like my wishes for Justice League are the almost the same as my wishes for Thor Ragnarok, like. I wonder how much of that Superman Returns storyline we're going to get. Right. And I wonder how much of Planet Hulk we're going to get. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like the same thing is happening. Because after Doctor Strange... No. Doctor Strange and then... Fantastic Beasts. No, I'm talking like Marvel. Strictly Marvel. Yeah, you're right though. But Fantastic... Or Doctor Strange and then Homecoming, I think. Homecoming's the next... Marvel movie after. Really? I think. Ooh, that's mean, but that's not till next summer. Yeah, yeah, I know that's that's gonna be quite a. And then Thor, and then Infinity War, Part One. Hmm. I think I'm not positive, but that either way. So, <clears throat> all right, there's a bunch of Marvel news here. It's pretty sweet. Marvels, they released Iron Fist the trailer for Iron Fist. Oh, um, that was pretty fuck yeah! I, I gotta say that trailer was pretty awesome. Yeah, I know almost nothing about Iron Fist. But uh, New York Comic Con Marvel's Iron Fist Iron Fist panel generated quite a bit of excitement. <clears throat> Demand was so high to get the, into the Iron Fist uh, panel that Marvel had to close the line for the panel for nine hours. 
before it started. During the panel, Marvel and Netflix debuted the first trailer for the highly anticipated series, which just recently wrapped filming. The uh, little tiny synopsis is Marvel's Iron Fist. Iron Fist. I can't. Why can't I say that? Iron Fist. <laughs> Danny Rand returns to New York City after being missing for years, trying to reconnect with his past and his family legacy. He fights against the criminal element corrupting his world around him. With his incredible kung fu mastery and ability to summon the awesome power of the fiery iron, iron fist. <laughs> iron. <laughs> I can't say that. I don't know why it's pissing me off. So that's uh, it. Looked really awesome. I have to. I have to learn a little bit more about Iron Fist. But I know he's pretty crazy. Like you know those helicarriers things that the shield, the agents of Shield use that huge thing from yeah. the movie. He has punched one of those out of the sky. Wow. Wow. Really? Yeah. Jesus. That's crazy. <laughs> we saw while we were watching Flash, we saw one of the dopest trailers for Luke Cage. Luke Cage is cool. Marvel is fucking not fucking around with their TV shows, man. They're just putting them out. See, yeah. What was what was the timeline you said to me at work the other day about when you want to start Luke Cage and, and we got to finish Daredevil? I want to finish Jessica Jones first before. Well, we yeah, start. no, I know that. Yeah. I can't remember. You said something to me the other day at work. You gave me a timeline. You said after something, I'm going to start. Well, I watched Gotham. I finished. I caught up to Gotham. I got to watch. I think now it's time to watch Jessica Jones. Okay. I think we can watch that in accordance with well, Daredevil. Yeah. I don't think they have to be watched at the same time. Or after. I don't have to watch it after. Yeah, I think you can watch season one now because it came out after season one of Daredevil. Came yeah. Out, so you so think gonna... you're good. But I definitely... So we're just going to finish Daredevil on our own accord? Probably. Okay. Might as well. It's hard to get together anymore. There's so much nerd stuff to watch. <laughs> it's becoming crazy. Yeah, it's insane. But, but uh, <clears throat> Marvel and Netflix cast Sigourney Weaver as Defenders villain. So the the new show coming out, the uh, the Defenders, like mm-hmm. Marvel. Um, it was a huge bombshell announcement at New York Comic Con this year. Sigourney Weaver is the villain of Marvel and Netflix Defenders. During the Marvel Netflix panel at New York Comic Con 2016, Marvel fans were given a shock when the full cast of the Defenders miniseries event, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist, all took the stage for the very first time. But the surprises didn't stop there as the panel ended on the reveal of Avatar and Aliens star Sigourney Weaver playing the villain of the series. And they, they go, it, the article went on to say that nobody has any idea who the villain is, but Sigourney Weaver is dope. So I like, don't know much about the Defenders, to be honest. So. I don't either, but it's, I think they're just like kind of like the Avengers, but yeah, just, just of group. Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. So they're all just gonna get around and just fuck shit up. It's gonna be. That's a pretty crazy team there, dude. Because Luke Cage seems to be dope, and Iron Fist is really strong. Daredevil is. He's just awesome. Jessica Jones is supposed to be pretty powerful. Like, yeah, I don't really. I don't know much about Jessica Jones. Neither do I. But okay, so Avengers have been teased in the new Doctor Strange TV spot. So Marvel Studios released a new TV spot for Doctor Strange, which ties into the Avengers somehow. The uh, TV spot shows Iron Man's helmet, Thor's hammer, Captain America's shield as Doctor Strange's familiar magic. Flows over the Avengers items. Text informs viewers our heroes are getting strange. Yeah. And it, then he, you know, um, flourishes his cape at the end of the. It's pretty sweet. Oh, I can't wait to see Benedict Cumberbatch. I think he's gonna do so well. Do you think they'll make a cameo in the movie, The Avengers? I don't know. I, sure. I mean, it'd be sweet. Even if we saw just those those items, like. Yeah. Or if he goes to like the Avengers, uh, what you call it, the Avengers headquarters. Right. So that'd be pretty cool. Um, the new, new Spider-Man Homecoming, no, 
sorry. New Spider-Man animated series will debut in 2017. Marvel's Spider-Man will premiere next year on Disney XD, bringing fans back to his early days of being both a teenager and a superhero. Mark Buha, <laughs> Senior Vice President of Programming and General Manager for Disney XD, announced, Spider-Man is the biggest action hero in the world. He is an iconic character whose duality makes him both relatable and aspirational for the Disney XD audience. For children, pretty much. Is what <laughs> he promises a fresh take on a beloved classic that will engage both new and existing Spidey fans with its compelling drama, exciting action, and the signature sense of comedy. It doesn't necessarily have to be children. I know plenty of adults that watch Star Wars Rebels that love that shit. Is that on Disney XD? Yeah. Oh. Well, it's like a kid oh. channel. Though. Like, it is a kid channel, but it's because they're just animated and that's just what, they, they're, yeah. what they're putting in. Uh. You know I mean? If, it, if there was a really super badass looking new Batman or Superman show and it was just so happening to be airing on Nickelodeon I would watch the fuck out of it yeah I just I didn't I never grew up a Disney kid I, I stayed away from Disney Channel it was too cheesy so Spider-Man Homecoming rumored to have three different villains so we already know two of them um, the rumor is from Schmoes Schmoes no is that Spider-Man's Spider-Man Homecoming will feature three villains. We already know two of the three. One being um, Vulture slash Adrian Toomes. The other, or that's going to be played by Ma Michael Keaton. Um, and the other is the Shocker slash Herman Schultz, who is be being played by Bokeem Woodbine. Um, they're speculating that Prometheus actor Logan Marshall Green could end up in the, that role. What role? Oh, the uh, new villain. So we don't know who it is. But that's that's pretty interesting. The this third villain is a non superpower based character who butts heads with Peter in his everyday life. It's probably uh No, I guess not. According to this, he also may be the new someone and may begin dating in the film, a guy that Peter does not approve of, whether or not the guy is actually bad or it's just Peter's prejudices clouding his judgment. Remains to be seen. My bets are on the teacher who comes in trying to fill the father role he feels is lacking in Peter's life. We've also been told that there will be a surprise appearance from a character that is central to the Spider-Man mythos. One will one who will play a larger role in upcoming films. That they continue. We just can't confirm who that is. It's probably Harry Osborn. Sorry, something. That's who I'm guessing. I don't know who else it would be. Aunt May has been getting hotter and hotter with every Spider-Man movie. Yeah. <laughs> she was super old in the first one. I know, and then she's like kind of middle-aged, and now she's like. She just that's uh like, that's Marissa Tomei, right? I don't know her name. I think that's who that is. <clears throat> but, all right, well, that's all of our Marvel news. We're going to get right into some Star Wars. I haven't, <clears throat> haven't pre-read this. I just I came across it last night, and this I just, just threw it right uh, into the Even the first seven words sound great. Yoda standalone Star Wars film confirmed. Fuck yeah, that would be cool. Hell yeah. Yoda is one of the most powerful Jedi of all time, currently second to only Luke Skywalker. The Jedi Grandmaster was known for many things, which which one was being the one who taught many different students over a long period of time, or at least for over 300 years. Still much is unknown about Yoda, however, there is one question that comes into play when pertaining to Yoda. The question is, what species is Master Yoda from, from or belongs to? The question is, of course, still left unanswered, however, this unanswered question may not stay that way for long. Today we bring you confirmation that a Yoda backstory film may be created with the blessing of Lucasfilm and Disney. It was revealed that Yoda's past as a youngling or a young Jedi would be explored in comics. It was said that after the release of the comics, Disney and Lucas Films will create a film that explores his backstory before Star Wars Episode One of Phantom Menace. 
It is unknown if the film will name Yoda's species, but it will cover some bases of his early life. It was also revealed that the film would be ushered by would be ushered in by Luke Skywalker and would be from Luke reading old origins about Yoda, as written by Yoda himself. I suppose that we will meet Yoda's teacher also, or the one who instructed him in the way of the Jedi arts. Which that just sound, I can't that would be awesome. Yeah, I was just about to say nothing about that sounds terrible. Do you, do you I, I think Yoda writes like that too? I don't know. That would be so funny if if Luke read like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That, now that book that I have, that everything you need to know about Star Wars book, has a has a lot, quite a bit to say about Yoda, and it's it's pretty interesting. Like his uh, his little staff that he carries, um, has a healing factors. Like you know what I mean. So if he's like wounded or whatever, he can chew on the staff, and it'll like help heal him. It's pretty interesting. All right. Uh, while we were gone, there was a new Doctor Strange trailer that dropped. I don't know. If we get time to watch it and talk about it at the end of the show, we'll talk about it. But um, we're going to move right into some Harry Potter news, which is pretty cool. Uh, there's not really anything to read, except <coughs> there is uh, a whole bunch of official posters for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them released for each character showing up in the movie, each main character. Um, the first one here, we got Newt's commander is a mazo-zoologist. Um, we already know what he looks like, but his, there's this first official picture of his wand and some little creature in his suit there. And then we got like a Porpentina Goldstein, which she's a Makusa Auror, maybe the, the Mac Ma- USA or the Makusa. It's the same thing as the minister ministry ah. in America. Uh, then we got Jacob Kowalski. No match. No match. That's all. That's pretty much all he does. It looks like uh, he's he owns a bakery. Kowalski's Bakery. Something, yeah, I guess. There's some bread and stuff. <laughs> Nothing special. And then we got Serafina Picari, president of Mac, Mac USA, Macusa, I guess, however the hell you want to say. She's like the Minister of Magic. Hmm. Um, then we got Queenie Goldstein, so uh, Legilimens. Is that what that is? Yeah. Like a Oclemens? It's a weird, just that's her profession? I don't know. That's I think isn't that the name of the spell that you use to perform alchemancy? Because like legilimency would be the you'd be like legilimens and then yeah, yeah. that's weird. Uh, legilimency is the is the magic of invading one's mind. Alchemancy is is the magic of evading or deflecting. Deflecting it. And it's saying she's a legilimens. No, she could be called a legilimens. You know. Like Snape would have been a, very, a highly pronounced Oclemens. Right. Interesting. I know. I never even knew that. Snape was such a good Oclemens that Voldemort couldn't even see through it. Right. Which is fucking impressive. Yeah. Damn straight. Uh, so we also got Mary Lou, leader of the Second Salemers. Don't have What's any idea what the that Salem one? witch trials and shit. Yeah, she's got something here. Uh, witches live among us. It looks like some sort of like brochure. And we got our own Ezra Miller <laughs> as Credence. He's a second Sal- Salemer. Yeah. He's another one of those. Yeah, it says no witchcraft in America. We something a we second. We need a second Salem. We need a second Salem. Okay. And then we got Narlac, a goblin gangster. He looks pretty badass. Yeah. A goblin gangster. Uh, there would be... America would have... Corrupted the goblin so much that he'd be a gangster. Yeah, know? right. I mean, this is the, and this movie takes place in the twenties, so like I'm sure he's a hard ass too. Right. 
So the last one here. You uh, want Percival Graves, the director of magical security. So he'd be like the leader of magical defense of magical whatever. He's pretty pronounced in the trailer, so he's a, he's probably pretty proud. Do you see what's hanging up beside him? Salem, we second Salem. Oh, the Horcrux necklace. Yeah. No, the Deathly Hallows necklace. Yeah, that, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, not, yeah I don't know. That's part. fucking strange. Deathly Hallows is what I meant. Yeah, that is strange. I wonder why. Hmm. And it's also strange to me. We talked about this beforehand, but uh, his name is Percival. That's that's one of Dumbledore's names. Yeah, Percival Graves, played yeah. by Colin Farrell. I'm really excited to see this guy. I know he's he's made his way in the trailer quite a bit. I want to know exactly how old Dumbledore was during this time. I know he had to have been already working at the school, I think, because that's what he was working at the school when Grindelwald went on his rampage. Yeah, and, and, trailer, and even in the trailer it says uh, they mention it could be a backlash of Grindelwald. Well, that and in the very first trailer we ever see of this, yeah. Newt Scamander is like, it's just like, why does Albus Dumbledore? Why is he so fond of you? That's what it says. No, I, yeah, but I, I know that, but I just don't know how old he is. No, I know that, but yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure. It also begs the question how old Tom Riddle was, and also begs the question what Tom I mean. Riddle they said not even have been alive in this. That's true, and they but they they say this this movie takes place seventy years prior to Harry Potter. Seventy. Seventy. Oh, okay, so he's only seventy years younger. Yeah, so he's still quite a bit. That's what they said at the first. I don't know if we'll ever get that legitimate. Well, then Voldemort is not alive because Voldemort was only, at the point of Harry Potter, Voldemort was in school 50 years ago. Okay, so this is 20 so years before Voldemort. This is 20 years before Voldemort was at school, so maybe about 10 years before his birth. Or... Okay. Hmm. Interesting. And if this takes place in the 20s, then... I'm not sure. But either way, like, they're really cool. Go check these posters out. Yeah, they're all pretty nice, pretty high high def. Yeah, and I mean, I these are just the, the size I put them at in here. So, in other news, this is our last category here. They released a full trailer for the new Power Rangers movie. Uh, it's still a, it's still a bit of a teaser. You don't get too much, um, but it, you get enough. And it says Saban's Power Rangers follows five ordinary high school kids who must become something extraordinary when they learn their small town of Angel Grove and the world is on the verge of being obliterated by an alien threat. Chosen by destiny, our heroes quickly discover that there are that they are the the only ones who can save the planet. But to do so, they will have to overcome the real life issues and band together as Power Rangers before it's too late. Saban's Power Rangers stars Doc Ray Montgomery as Jason Lee Scott, the Red Ranger. R.J. Kyler as Billy Cranston, the Blue Ranger. Becky G. as Trini Quan, the Yellow Ranger. Deputy Tiger. <laughs> Ludie Lynn or Luddy Lynn as Zach Taylor, the Black Ranger. Naomi Scott as Kimberly Hart, the Pink Ranger. And Elizabeth Banks as Rita Repulsa. Repulsa. Bill Hader as Alpha 5 and Brian Cranston <coughs> as Zordon. The I film... told, uh, I asked uh, Theo last night is he, if he's seen the trailer. He goes, yeah, it was so good. I'm like, I'm like, do you know who's going to be fucking Zordon? He goes, tell me. And I was like, Brian Cranston. He's like, yeah! That's so funny. <laughs> that's, that's fucking hilarious. So the uh, film is being directed by Dean Israelite and was written by Ashley Miller and Zach Stentz. So Zach Stentz, if you guys don't remember from a couple of episodes ago, he wrote... Kevin Smith's episode of The Flash, The Runaway Dinosaur. He also wrote Thor, and he also wrote X-Men First Class. January 13th? This comes out January 13th, 2017. 
That is really close. That is really close. We just got the first trailer for it, and it's it's only a few months away. Yeah. Wow. Ain't that some shit? I now. This I want you to read some of these if you if you wouldn't mind. Click on this link. Yeah, click on the link. All right. So what this is is it's uh, like five Roy. big. Roy. Sorry. I had That's his name. Fuck. Look, I looked at the cast, and this is this is a picture Dwight has. <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah, like, why is that the one they chose? <laughs> he probably did it as himself. <coughs> That's funny as shit. All right, so this is the these are five big takeaways. This is from comicbook.com. Five big takeaways from the Power Rangers teaser trailer. This is, I guess, in their opinion, but it's pretty interesting. So this is, this is number one. The original Power Rangers team were a bunch of model students, but it looks like the new Power Rangers movie throws that concept out the window in a hurry. We don't know what all the kids did, but Jason and the others meet because they're spending their weekends together in Saturday detention. So that is like... Like I said, uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah, Breakfast Club. Uh, So Jason's crime uh, seems particularly bad as he's shown with an ankle monitor and mopping over a wrecked truck. Moping. Moping over a wrecked truck. Even Kimberly, the good girl of the group, gets ostracized for her friends, or by her friends for Saturday detention. One early scene shows several girls, presumably Kimberly's teammates, mocking Kimberly in a bathroom, leading her to cut her hair short in response. Clearly, these new Power Rangers are no angels, which means that we can actually see them show some personality. Oh, yeah. I'm okay with that. I know there's going to be a lot of differences, but... Like, we were, I was discussing with some of my buddies last night that one of our friends says he hated Power Rangers, and we were like, what? And he's like, it sucked. I'm like... And, then, and Theo's like, well, I mean, granted, if you look back now, there was a lack of story, lack of, well, you know, it, all this. And I was like, that was like that in any show back then. They were All the shows back then were kind of cheesy or right. just crappy because that you look at now, at the time, they were awesome. But right. I'm perfectly okay with this complete redo of the Power Rangers. Like, right. Yeah, me too. I can't wait. And now that we've d- deduced that it's way sooner than we thought. I just hope it's not too much like G.I. Joe. Oh, yeah. With the suits they wear. I don't want it to be just like that. Like I... Right. Well, do you want to read number two? You got it up? Yeah. Second second uh, thing to take away. After discovering the power coins in an abandoned quarry of some sort, Jason and his friends quickly realize that taking the coins have changed them somehow. J- Jason, Jason shows off his rippling six-pack of abs, while his friends also realize that they have some sort of superpowers. Billy, get, Billy gets into a brief conversation with the bully, we're guessing Bulk, who tries to headbutt him, but the fight goes horribly wrong when the bulk ends up knocking himself out. Like, that scene's funny as shit. Like, he, like, headbutts him, and he's like, I'm sorry, and he doesn't do anything. Like, it just bounces off his face. Yeah. A short while later, the team gathers back at the quarry and decides to test their powers by literally jumping over a cliff. The original Power Rangers were skilled athletes, but didn't have any superpowers until they actually morphed into the Rangers. I was just going to say that before I read that part. I was going to say, I don't think they had powers unless they had their suits. Like, the suits is what gave them the powers. Right. They were skilled fighters themselves, but... But it seems a new movie wants to give the Rangers a little more to do outside of the suits. It's pretty sweet. Another one is a surprising romance. Uh, another big uh, potential big change to the Power Rangers mythos is a possible romance between Jason and Kimberly, which is not. That is not. Isn't that something that happened? Yeah, that happened. The feature of Red and Pink Rangers early in the trailer, Jason does a double take when he sees Kimberly with her new short haircut and later we see Jason and Kimberly kissing in what appears to be Jason's bedroom. In the television show, the big <coughs> romance between was between the Green Ranger and Kimberly. I totally remember it 
the Red Ranger being in love with Kimberly. I think at first, but then I do remember when when the Green Ranger was around, or the White Ranger Tommy. Yeah, they were together. Tommy and Kimberly had an instant, uh, instantly had an attraction for each other when Tommy first appeared, and had two long running romance for several seasons on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Tommy and Kimberly have a major plot point in Boom's Morphin Power Rangers comic book series, which just came out. Dude, I would love to see the Green Rangers show up in this, this movie. Type of, oh. Fuck yeah. That would be dope. Dude, just imagine how the Megazord's going to look. I bet it's going to look fucking... Insane. Just, yeah, with the special effects we have nowadays, man. It's going to be crazy. Before, I think they just filmed... It was just like a toy. Yeah. And they filmed it from like high Dude, up. you know who also got confirmed for this movie? Uh, Goldar. Goldar. I love Goldar. Fuck yeah. Alright, the fourth point. Jason isn't the only person visiting Kimberly at night. The trailer also reveals a very dangerous Rita Repulsa confronting Kimberly at night in her bedroom. Rita hovers above Kimberly and then offhandedly mentions that she's killed Rangers before. Kimberly quickly kicks her into the ceiling, leading to a fight between the pair. We've already seen a few images of Rita played by Elizabeth Banks, mom. but this shot seems to confirm that Rita will have a much more active role in the movie than in the shows. Which uh, is weird because she's always in the, every episode of the fucking mm-hmm. pair. Rita was the mastermind behind most uh, most of the Power Rangers' early problems, but she rarely actually physically fought the Rangers. Yeah, that's true. Because she wasn't really... The Rita looks more deadly than the original. The clearly, she's out for blood. Very dark. Very different. Oh, yeah. I'm okay with it again. So this is the, ne- the last one is the first actual morphing. Morphin. Uh, we only get a tease, but the Power Rangers suits... Or of the Power Ranger suits, but it's pretty darn awesome. As the Rangers stand inside what appears to be Zordon's command center, a surge of energy traps all five Rangers, and Jason's power coin begins to expand around him. While we don't get a full look at the suit, the scene does confirm the theory that these suits are actually an expansion of the Power Ranger or the power coins themselves. Interesting. Some so, similar to like the Flash Ring. Yeah, but like I mean, like, it's like this an Iron thing, Man thing. Yeah, this thing like opens and morphs right onto yeah. your body, which is. Makes perfect sense, you know what I mean? Morphin, it's morphin time. That's the last one. Those five, five big takeaways. So that, this movie's gonna be awesome, I think. Oh yeah. Dude. I really hope it doesn't flop because I can't wait to see it. The only thing that I think they can do to mess it up is they're gonna rush it or something. They're gonna rush through the plot. They're gonna rush, like what? That's what I feel like. The only thing that went wrong with Suicide Squad is it was very rushed. Yeah, I let's just hope that the I don't want to feel that it's rushed. I'm I let's feel. just hope that the that the plot isn't a giant sky hole or. Something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's hope that it's actually monsters that like, I want to see them fight Goldar. You know what I mean? Like I want to see them have to call the the Megazord and she's gonna throw the staff down. It's gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge. That's what I want. I want the original style Power Rangers fight, but with a totally new take. See, even in like the Power Rangers movie with Ivan Ooze, there were still big giant monsters. Yeah, that's what that's what this movie needs to be—a monster movie. Like, yeah, absolutely. So let's let's hope you want to see them you want to see them fight things with their individual uh, Dinobot things whatever the fuck you call them their Zords their Zords yeah and then you want to see the the Master one that they have to combine to fight I want to see that and I also want to see them get <coughs> get together their weapons yeah that'd be cool that thing they do and then it makes that triangle yeah them. I want to see that too but so that's it that's all we have for nerd news that was quite it was quite a bit more than I uh, previously thought uh, we're already forty five minutes in. <laughs> Yeah, we only got two things to talk about today. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll get right through them. So, let's see here. I don't have any, uh, I don't have a thing, to, like, I transition into the Flash. But whatever, we're just gonna go right into talking about it, I guess. We'll figure that out later. Yeah, that's fine. If we don't have time for Mad Libs, then we won't do them today. 
But all right, so see season three, episode one, Flashpoint. And I should mention, I'm going to mention at the top of this that tid, tid, the episode that came out last night was called Paradox. Yeah. Flashpoint Paradox. So I don't think that... I guess we'll just... We'll have to see how it goes. But um, the episode starts off with Barry in a coffee shop approaching Iris. Now, like from the trailers, I was, was under the impression that he wasn't... I don't know why, but for some reason I thought... It, he wasn't gonna. He's gonna be confused as to why he wasn't recognizing him. But we're already at a three-month jump yeah. at this point. <clears throat> at the start of the episode, he's already been living for three months in this in this new world in this flashpoint paradise. Right. He doesn't mention it until probably about the end of the episode. But um, what? But it seems. And it seemed to me, I thought it was gonna be like he was gonna be confused. Like Iris didn't recognize him. He's like, what? Why? But right. It, it wasn't like that at all. Like I don't. It was completely different than I expected. See, there, there's a couple things worth mentioning. Is that he's uh, he's still a CSI, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because Barry became a CSI to prove his father's innocence. Right. So, with, but with his father not having, with that not having to happen, he still became a CSI anyway. There's a lot of flaws with this man. But yeah. It was even in the comic book, the Flashpoint comic book. He was still. Yeah. He was still his same job. Yeah, that's he, true. I mean, I yeah, he could just be destined to do it. I don't, I, you know, it's it's whatever. But right. um, so it starts off with Barry approaching Iris in the cult in the in the coffee shop. Um, he's trying to get up the courage to ask her out, and then on the TV behind them, um, you see Kid Flash versus uh, the rival well, to happening them, downtown. Flash. To well, yeah, but on the TV it actually said Kid oh, Flash. Did it? Yes, it did. Because he hates that. Yeah, but it said Kid Flash versus the rival downtown. And then you see a speedster. You know, zip by and Barry just goes right after him and he goes downtown and he witnesses this fight happening. Yeah, and then see, that's another thing that bothered me is that Barry has his speed. In Flashpoint comics, he did not have his speed. Yeah. He, you know, because it doesn't make sense that he has his speed because the reason he got his speed, you know, there were things that had to have happened. But the same things didn't happen to him after his mom survived. So I don't understand how they justified him having his speed. Now... Because, well, the way that I interpreted it is that, you know, the, the Barry from, let's say Barry, he's he's here. You know what I mean? He runs, he's in the normal timeline and he runs back, stops reverse flash from saving his mom, and then zips back the same way, puts reverse flash in the thing, and then just continues living that life. So the, the thing that confuses me the most is what happened to the Barry Allen that was already there on that timeline. Yeah. Well, he would have had no. He had. He would have had to run back to the future. He didn't just live in that past. That's I know that. that. I know that's what. That's what I'm saying. Because he would have been too old. So like he he would have ran back to the future, but it was inevitably a different timeline. Right. So that you know what I mean. So like that it was already an established timeline. He he just went back and he was living. Yeah, he was there for three months, but he didn't. He wasn't a child. So like he had already had memories that were happening that he didn't quite experience himself so there was still a berry that was experiencing that but there isn't one there so he he just ran ran there you know what i mean so he didn't like he didn't pass out he didn't wake up or anything he just was that was what he was he was present day berry so he still retained his speed now that doesn't make sense it doesn't make any sense but the like the reason they already kind of did that thing you know he lost his speed they did the particle accelerator or whatever and then, yeah that's fine so like they but that's not the same circumstance no 
I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is I'm in agreement with you, but that's the only way I can interpret something like that happening. He, it's the only way it makes sense for him to retain his speed. And then, cause then later in the episode, when Reverse Flash says like, "Oh, the more you use your speed, the more you forget, the more you forget what's happening, and then you're gonna forget that you were ever the Flash entirely." I don't know. I just, that's one thing I didn't like about it. It didn't follow. It didn't. This episode was good, but it didn't hold true to the Flashpoint comic very well. No, not, not, even, not close. even close. But. If you have, if you don't know Flashpoint, then this episode would probably be great. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I told Nate, I'm like, you know, you not knowing Flashpoint, you're just gonna, you're gonna think that episode was badass or whatever. Like, it was cool, a good episode. I just, I had so many problems with it that I, right. I was expecting more of, out of Flashpoint, but we'll get, we'll, we'll get to more of that opinion after when we get to the end of this. So I don't want to ruin anything yet. Right. So um, Wally, Wally West is the Flash, but uh, Barry isn't aware. Yeah, you don't see that at first. You just see the yellow suit, like. It's the it's pretty much right out of the comic book. Wally West, Kid Flash, suit, yeah, that yellow, it, his top of his head is not, you know, it's it's almost perfect. See, and the entire audience is gonna know that that's Wally. I knew, I mean, I knew immediately, but I already knew Wally West was Flash. So like, maybe yeah. the average person wouldn't know, yeah. but it's pretty obviously a right thing. And, uh, he seems to be facing off against some other evil speedster, which at the on the TV it said rival, rival, the, yeah, the rival. So that his name is Rive the Rival. Um, they're fighting, and like the cinematography in these shit, in both Arrow and Flash, this episode was amazing. Like absolutely, like their speed has never looked more real to me. Yeah, like them running up the buildings and fighting like that was fucking awesome. Like, yeah, it was it was, so ab- cool. it was amazing. Like the the special effects were just on point. And the the rival does that crazy fucking yeah he tornado. Like, like Barry does that thing where he runs around and throws a lightning, but he made this tornado that was throwing its own lightning or something. Yeah, like, it, was it was ridiculous. It was weird. Um, you know Barry's obviously you know, so it, it it kind of bounces around, but he's pretty nervous around Iris. <coughs> he talks about his parents there, and, you know, and all this stuff like that. And I I don't know why these notes are a little out of sync here. I think, but well, we um, both were taking notes at first, and then yeah. So. so Barry Barry chases after them. This is where I saw, I was thinking the rival is insane. Like he's he's a pretty crazy. I just don't like the way he looks. I don't like his outfit. I didn't mind it. I actually kind of liked it. it looks kind of gay to me. Like, yeah, like it would be an alternate universe speedster. Like he's like, yeah, I fucking. He just had like ears and shit. And stuff. Yeah, it was pretty. It was weird looking, but I liked it. It didn't bother me at all. <clears> the <throat> suit was dope. Yeah. Like the actual suit itself. Uh-huh. Suit itself. Yeah. Not that. Not the mask. And he's nothing compared to Zoom. No, Zoom is insane. But uh, yeah, we said Barry still has his speed. Barry meets Iris for the first time again, and then he uh, he like runs up and grabs her purse thing. Yeah. And then uh, walks back away. And he's like, oh, hey, did you drop this? Like, I'm like, oh, it's very suave, Mr. <laughs> Allen. But he, and she's like, yeah. And she, he goes, yeah, do you remember me? She, he goes from school. And she's like, oh, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, Gary. And he goes, well, well Barry Allen. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that scene was funny as shit, though, to me. The like, whole, whole episode was funny, huh? I enjoyed was, it. It's like, hey, you want to go get some coffee sometime? He's like, oh, I know you're drinking coffee right now. And he's like, but... He's like, I know, but maybe we can go get something else. Maybe like some iced tea or something. She's like, and she's like, well, I, I would love some iced tea. <laughs> you need to slow down, Barry. And he's like, oh, <laughs> it's just funny. He's so awkward. Uh, let's see here. So, so he asks her out. She says yes, ultimately. Right. Then so it's not uh, very hard. To, like, if he just would have tried that from the beginning, like first time meeting Iris on this earth, she's already going out with him. Like, he's like, right. fuck, I could have done that years ago. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just like it's like. Uh, Wally has Wally has his Linda Park keeps him anchored. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. almost destined to be together. And yeah. no matter what iteration of it, Iris and Barry are meant to be together. Apparently. So like it's, and she even says in the episode, like uh, I I don't just say yes like that to anybody. 
Yeah. Like you're like the first person I've ever just done that with. But And then he even says, because some people are just meant to be together or yeah. destined or something, et cetera. So uh, Barry leaves at one point and he says, oh, I got I to gotta go. I'm meeting a friend for lunch. And this is where, you know, we, we're introduced to uh, the reverse flash being locked up. There better a, be some curly fries in there. Yeah, yeah, and and a lot of a lot of reviews that I've listened to so far made a great point that I never thought of. Is like, where the fuck is he going to the bathroom? Where is he going to the bathroom? Speedsters can just urinate into the air and oh, vibrate. they can just vibrate it out of their yeah. bodies. Yeah, can he vibrate in there? Huh? Can he? Does he still have a speed while he's in that thing? I imagine. I think so. I just don't think he can get out of it. I don't. I don't. They didn't really go into details about what was done with that. It had to have been a, similar to what Zoom was using. Yeah, because it had bars on the front. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what Barry it seems did. To, I I just feel like that that wouldn't keep no, him in there. No, if it was that glass all the way around. Yeah, but I don't understand. They did not. They did not do a very good job at explaining shit. In this now episode. here's something. Here's some food for thought. <clears throat> Reverse Flash is not an idiot. No. So and he knows. Like he, my question to you is: Do you think that he is fully aware of Barry's? History. Obviously, he's so far from the future, he's aware enough of Barry's history that he know he knew that he was going to do this, and he's aware of Flashpoint, and that's why he knows so much about it, and that he just stayed there just because, like, I don't because it's not because the proper timeline. Because Flashpoint didn't happen the first time, so I don't see it. I don't know. But he knew a goddamn awful lot about it. I know, almost too much. Yeah, and see, even, the, even it, like it was, he, what he says the, at the end of the episode, oh, you're like, what the pro- fuck? Progression. It's the same thing with Harrison Wells. Always knew, like whenever there was some Harrison Wells was, it must be this, and then it was that. Like, right. How the fuck did he know? Right. Like, yeah, he's smart and everything, but it's just it has to just be plot progression because there are things that he knew that he should not have known. Right. You know, and he was he always had an answer for everything. Maybe it's this, and then it ended up being said. So I don't know. Like I don't know. I can't. Say I mean, it. like he said that you know he he always says like oh it's been centuries you know what I mean and he even says in this episode like he's like the you from the future is not this big of an idiot. You know what I mean? So like so I that just just makes me think that the hidden from the future did not do this. Like, yeah, I just want. I just he he just he knows a an awful lot about Flashpoint and like he and, even and, coined the term. He's like this is Flashpoint. Yeah, like he knew. So in here's another thing too is that do you think that Thawne himself has created a Flashpoint? A reverse flashpoint. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Cause like, do you think that Thawne was destined to go back and kill Barry's mom? You know what I mean. So that the timeline when he does that and it creates Barry's life into into Thawne's new life. Like when he went back, things were obviously going to be different. Yeah, there's no way that he went back to a time that was perfectly fine. So like Thawne inevitably ended up creating his own flashpoint and just letting it fucking ride out. Like right. by killing Barry's mom because he never did it before. Yeah, it just all leads to things like uh, the whole crisis storyline. Is that every time something changes on one Earth, a new a new Earth is created. Well, what I'm wondering is if like that the the timeline that they were currently living in was the timeline that Thawne already lived through. It was like, you know what I mean? Like he, he that was the original one that he just remembered for from. Or is that too is that too, Rigi? You talk about this Flashpoint episode? Yeah. I don't know. Like, let's say, let's say Thawne never went back and killed Barry's mom, and he just lived, and he was born when he was supposed to be born, and, and that was that. They would still inevitably be reading about the Flash in the history books. Maybe, if Barry was always destined to be Flash, regardless of his mom being alive or dead. Yeah. 
know what I mean? But maybe not. You know, I don't. I don't really see, know. The, see, that's where all this gets confusing, is because in Eobard Thon's timeline, Barry grew up with his mother, right? And he was the Flash, right? He, him, thinking he was going to go back in time and kill. He tried to kill Barry in that. I think he was his intention was to kill Barry. Right. Not to kill his mom. Okay. Or the whole family or something. I don't remember exactly, but it. either way, he was going to be the Flash. Because I think cause he didn't always go back in time. You know, he didn't go back in time initially. Right. But he did. Uh, oh, yeah. he was, His original thing, that Barry was going to become the Flash in 2020 when, when Wells created the... Yeah. Uh, Particle accelerator the the first time, but when Thawne assumed Wells' light, okay, yeah, I understand. It's just it, Crisis. Like when I listen to those three stories on the graphic audios, it is very hard to follow. Like it's very all this time travel shit's complicated. You know, even what we're seeing with Super right now, it's a little bit and it's different. Like it's like, whoa, fuck! Like there's so right. much, so complex that it's just crazy. Like, but it's uh, it's I mean, it's it's really it's really interesting. Like, oh, I, it's, it's awesome. I, it just gives me it, all these thoughts spawned out of this. I've been thinking about this episode. We only watched it two days ago, and I've just been thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it, and just wondering. Like, I you know, I've listened to reviews and I listened to this and I listened to that, and it just each person gives me a different take on what I should be thinking. And that, that you know, I mean, I just think about Thawne. Like he he just knew way too fucking much. I think that was just plot progression. And you could be pop one hundred percent right. Right. But I just, it just, I feel like that the Flash is smarter than that. Yeah. Not like the show itself. Yeah. I feel um, like we might get a little bit more later. Yeah, we'll just have to see. I mean, we because know. and don't forget, Reverse Flash is going to be in Legends. Yeah. How the hell are, how the hell are they going to stop him? Then? Well, it's it's Reverse Flash and Damian Dark and um, the Legion of Doom. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. How the fuck are they going to? Because my 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 question is, I wonder if he's going to say something. I don't know. But anyway, so um, we get what, back to saving his mom. What did I? Uh, he did the earbuds locked up. He brought him food, and he's just chatting with him, and he's saying, "I was like, oh, this is the flashpoint or whatever." Like he names the he names the he did the name drop on the thing. Yes. Barry thinks he's free. He's like Barry is happier than he's ever been. He's lived three months with his family, his mom and dad. But he is starting to lose some memories. I think he started having some visions. I don't know if he had a vision by this point. Right. I can't remember, but... Uh, Thane is trying to convince him that this world is wrong, which it technically is. You know, it's a butterfly Thawne. effect type thing. Thane. Oh, it says Thane. <laughs> uh, but yeah, absolutely. He said the common enemy is time. Yeah, and he said... Uh, it's you know you fuck like it's you fucked it up like this is not this is not your world regardless you do not belong in this world like you you can't retain the memories from your other world while living in this world eventually this world will overpower and yep. take and over you're everything gonna, you're gonna forget that you're the Flash entirely and you're yeah. gonna forget that you had speed and that did happen a lot in the Flash one that was a pretty common factor yes and the fact that uh, Reverse Flash was. See, but the reverse flash wasn't locked up in, no. the, in the flashpoint, and he also had a very different attitude towards it. In the in the in the comic book, he was very he was perfectly fine with this happening. Yes, you know he was all about flashpoint. He was like well, because because in the comic book, he Barry doing what he did let let uh, Thawne exist outside of time. Yeah, 
But in so the, he in didn't the show, give a fuck. he was all against it. He's like, we can't fucking live here. Like, even for me, this sucks. Like, yeah. It's a completely different attitude. Yeah, he, he his his actions made Thawne completely exist outside the timeline. So he was able to just free. He was, he basically was like, you doing this made me free. Like, yeah, because I'm a free being to move wherever I want to go. Like In the show, he was a completely different turn. Complete 180. Can't understand it. Um... But, but he did he did do a couple of similar things, you know what I mean? He said, Look what you did, Barry and um Yeah. You know, he's a who's the villain now type things and right. and all that stuff like that. Which is the same you know, that that's that's right from Flashpoint. So basically what they did was they just took the spine of Flashpoint yeah, they, and they threw put, in a bunch of they put other shit. attitude. They changed a lot of the semantics and but it was still good, I guess. Like I said, like if you, if you don't know too much about Flashpoint or don't care, yeah, then you're going to be perfectly. You're going to think this episode is great, right? I just have I'm just picking it apart, which you'd expect anybody to. Anybody that is a big Flashpoint fan is going to be picking this episode apart, 100. percent Well, yeah, considering that we had like a two hour episode on just Flashpoint alone and speculation for this episode specifically, and yeah. none of it is any bit of the way that we thought it yeah, was going to go. I think my disappoint. I am a little disappointed. Uh, and we'll, we'll get through this. And I'll tell. I'll, I'll give him my final thoughts at the end. Um, Barry, we we get a scene with Barry's parents. I guess that's what this is when they're at dinner. I think. Yes. They're like having dinner together and they're laughing and she's like, "Are you hugging me?" She's like, hey, "What's been going on with you lately? You've been hugging me like you've never seen me before or something." And he goes, "I'll stop." And they're just smiling, laughing, and he's they're having a typical conversation about, "Yeah, I asked out Iris," and they're like, "Yay, congratulations!" Right. And, they're, and they also like try to talk to him about like maybe moving out. Yeah, and they're like giving the little hints. Are you trying to ask me to move out? Right. Because in his eyes, he's only been living with them for three months. Right. He's in his memory. And so uh, it's weird. It is weird. It's weird as fuck. But so Detective West, uh, he apparently has not been going to work. And um, Detective or uh, Captain Mendez, I think his name was. Yeah, completely different captain. He's like a black guy. Which I found out. It's a little Easter egg uh, for those out <laughs> there that are big fans of the original 90s TV show Flash. This was the final character to arrive in the show as a cameo from that original series. Oh, interesting. That along with I can't remember the one the one chick, but Barry's dad, Trickster, yeah, Captain Mendez, and uh, like Amy something. Right. But all of the original cast has made their way onto the show, so it's pretty it's pretty interesting. And his name was Mendez. Right. And it was the same back then too. Yeah, as, as DJ said before, uh, Barry is still the forensics. Yes, CSI. And um, well, a quick question on: Do you see? Did I? Did you see that thing I tagged you in? Uh, that Malfoy is going to be in the Flash. Oh yeah, we talked about that months ago. Did we? Tom Felton, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be in, in the CS. He's and it, the, the the funniest thing about it is, is that the like the tease with Doctor Alchemy at the end. So spoilers for the end, but like Doctor Alchemy. The uh, the synopsis for the Flash said that he was going to be chasing after something called the Philosopher's Stone. Interesting. <laughs> and then there's fucking and there's fucking Draco, goddamn Malfoy. Interesting. So isn't that isn't that some interesting parallel? Harry Potter of Earth Two. That's what we're witnessing here. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, Detective West, like DJ said, he's been late a lot. He's very different. Apparently, Barry's parents' mom not dying. Has caused uh, fucking Joe to have quite the shit life. I mean, we can assume that Iris was just a super easy person. She's pretty much raised herself. She's got a good head on her shoulders. Yeah, so he, he just... So he just doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't have any, any anything to live for other than mm-hmm. getting drunk, I guess. So, and then um, Barry goes to his house. Yeah, and he uh, 
Like, wake, he's like, look, like, walks in and he was just like, oh my god. He's like a drunk. Yeah, there's like shit everywhere and all this stuff. So he like runs Joe upstairs, brushes his teeth, <coughs> gets him all ready to go, and runs him straight to the police department. And all of a sudden, Joe is just in an elevator. He's like, what the? Yeah, it was funny <laughs> as shit, though. Um, Their little uh, confrontation was interesting. Because, like, you know, they're so friendly in our universe, and like in this one. This is the second time we've seen a Joe and a Barry not get along too well. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. He hated Barry on Earth, too. Yeah. And then and this time it was like, why do you even care? Like, why are you even talking to me? Like, yeah. He's like, he's like, we're not partners. We're not friends. Uh, he's like, this is my business. He goes, this is my, why, do you, why do you care that I'm to work on time? Yeah, Joe is very different. Very, very different. And, uh, yeah, this is where this is where Barry starts having those weird visions. He, like, will stop all of a sudden. It looks like he's remembering things from... It looks like he's remembering things from what we've already seen. Yes, but there reality, was a thing. There was a scene though that he was also remembering, like his graduation. Right. Yeah. Well, I was gonna. I was getting to that. Oh, okay. Sorry. Is that what's really happening? Is he's losing the memories that we have seen, and they're being replaced by memories that would have happened in right. that timeline, which is crazy. Like that. Yeah. That would be some. That would be some crazy shit to experience. Yeah. Like you're you're forgetting all the shit that you actually lived through, and then remembering shit that you actually didn't, but you did. <laughs> it's, right. it's weird. Like, but yeah, that would be real, a really bizarre thing to experience. Um, so we thought maybe he. I don't know why I put is Barry losing his speed. I wrote that. Did you? Yeah, because there was a. Uh, well, the reason I wrote this is because the there was another thing where uh, Wally was fighting mm. that mm. guy, and then he did that tornado thing with his arms, and it didn't work. And it didn't work out very well. And it, to me, I was like, "Wow, is he like getting weaker?" Like, yeah. Because that's what it looked like to me. Because it failed completely. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't out. know if that. I don't know if that ended up being the case, though. I don't know. Maybe he was just not thinking right, or I don't know. Uh, but he might have been losing his speed, as far as we knew. We just don't know. Right. It could have been dwindling down slowly. With every memory replaced, he may have been losing a little bit of it. Like, oh, that's true. That's very true. So I. So um. He goes up and like and Bear, or, oh, what's his name? Fucking Wally. Wally falls into the dumpster and uh, Barry goes over there and like kind of just looks right at him and takes the mask off and he's like Wally and then Wally wakes up and he's like, who the fuck are you? And yeah, who the fuck you know me? So they go back to his apartment and I think there was an Easter egg here that someone mentioned the Fortress of Solitude, not the actual one, but they said something about the fortress. Like, is this your fortress? No. He's like, oh, of Solitude, <laughs> like some weird shit. I don't remember because it's hard when I'm taking notes sometimes. I, yeah, well, I we were like both. I, see, there's some things that happened in the beginning that I didn't remember. There's things that you didn't remember here. And we were like rotating on taking notes. But so they're at Wally's apartment. Iris, I was like, because Iris got like, there was like a scene where they said that the, all the rival and the Flash are fighting downtown. Running downtown. And Iris was with Barry at the time. And she's like, oh, I, I gotta go. Right. And I was like, does Iris know that Wally's... Uh, she also flash? worked for the paper, so she would probably be reporting on it or something. Right. It's weird, though, to me that, that... Why would they just call him Kid Flash? I don't know. You know what I mean? I feel like they weren't calling him Kid Flash. They were calling him Flash, and Barry called him Kid Flash, and then he's like, don't call me that, and then his sister said something like, oh, I, I call him that, too, or something. Like, yeah, but why would they? Because yeah, it said it on the TV. I'm 100% sure it said it on the TV. Say, said Kid Flash versus the Rival. It was in it was in Jitters right. when they were like right. I didn't even talking. See that part. Yeah, because that was a, that was the first thing I looked at <clears throat> when the speedster went by. My eyes drifted right up to the TV that was inside of yeah. Jitters, and I saw Kid Flash versus the Rival downtown. I was like, oh shit. I don't know. Well, then that was the only time then because the only people that called him Kid Flash in the episode was Barry, right? Because every everybody else was calling like they always referred to him as Flash. Like, it's just weird. Like, yeah. like I'm not gonna call him Kid Flash. Like, 
okay. <coughs> you know what I mean? There's never ever been a flash before, but we're gonna call him Kid Flash. Fuck it. He's still a kid, I guess. I don't know, but that's strange. Well, Wally he can't explains. be. He can't be that young, much younger than Gary or Barry. Gary, you even, <laughs> you even got it wrong. But uh, Wally explains here how he got his speed. Um, not quite the same. See, no. but there was no Wally West speedster in Flashpoint. No. That the way that the way they introduced Wally West into this is weird. But in this universe, Wally got his speed. He was he was still in his car racing thing and he had created some new NOS formula or something to, to make his car faster. He was working with some new things and uh, lightning he was like during a lightning storm and lightning struck his car and then something about the lightning and the formula he had made him a speed shot him made him a speedster pretty much the same thing that happened to Barry but in a car so right so that's pretty interesting he said he was in a coma for nine months yeah which is the same thing that happened to Barry yeah so uh, to, the formula for being a speedster is lightning some speedy formula in nine months apparently but the, I don't know I mean that his his makes a lot more sense than Barry's does as far as the chemicals that were the chemicals that put Barry as a speedster were chemicals to like Fucking dust for fingerprints and shit. Like, yeah, but from what we know about, from listening to stop motion about the pineal and everything. Yeah. People that already have the metagene just need the catalyst. Right. So it might not have might not have mattered what happened to Barry. He he was destined to be a speedster regardless. That was right. what his metagene was. So just the chemicals and the light. You know what I mean. So. Yeah, no matter what, no, no matter what exists in your in the pineal gland of your brain, you just are. That's just what you. No, become. they took it to a different. Like it's a lot. The comic books and the way that things are, meta humans are quite different than how they do in the show. Like the particle accelerator was not a thing. Right. In the comics, you know, it wasn't. That's not what made them happen. Barry, yeah, Barry got struck by lightning, regardless. Yeah. But, and it inevitably ended up being the only lightning bolt that struck him anyway. So it's just like, yeah, it's weird shit. But, but so they ended up saying that Cisco Ramon was the only one who could help them. So they go to Ramon Industries, where Star Labs used to be. He's a billionaire who bought out Star Labs. So Harrison Wells uh, is inevitably on a beach somewhere, yeah. live, living it up because he bought Star Labs for price sold it for a bunch of money. Cisco's uh, Mac Daddy. See, they didn't mention anything about Wells that or the particle accelerator explosion. So I know. Maybe it didn't happen in this timeline. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Yeah, he's like I said to Mac Dad. He's a Mac Daddy because like he's walking in with his babe that's like a foot taller than him. He has like his hair back in a ponytail and he's just sucking Mac Daddy. I don't know how to yeah. say it. Um. So Barry, what is H made Wall suit? He made Wally's suit. Oh, he made Wally's suit. Okay. So I was having trouble with your swipe texting and I, I'm not. I got <laughs> um. And he said, he's like, I thought I never told you guys to come back out, come back here ever again, and blah, blah, blah. He's like, I don't help, because I don't help in crime fighting, because it sucks. He's like, I did my dues. I built your suit, and that's all I needed to do, or whatever. But Here's something interesting. He's like, you know what happens when you die, you, when you when you uh, mess with speedsters? He says, get a vibrating hand right into the chat, yeah. right in between the, like, how does he know that? In the ribs, I don't know. You know what I mean? Unless he's seen it physically, yeah. or maybe he still vibes. I don't know. He didn't seem like he was... Well, it doesn't same. even seem to matter because by the end of this episode, none of these people are going to exist anymore, so... Right. So Barry knew something about Cisco's life uh, that, you know, brought him around to, to trusting him for a minute there because he wasn't going to work with somebody he didn't really know. Specifically, it had to do with lending money to his brother when he was in trouble years ago. And he goes, how do you know that? Right. So... Which is weird. 
that Barry knows that that it's almost the same. Yeah. Well, that pass would have been that pass because that would have happened before anything happened with Barry. Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, it's weird. No little plot hole there. More um, of the visions. He's having more of his memory loss slash memory replacement images. F getting his past? What is that? Forgetting his past. Oh, forgetting his past. <laughs> forgetting. Forgetting his past. <laughs> Reverse Flash is talking uh, talking to him, telling him it was all, it's all going to fade away. So he goes back and sees him again. He's like, oh, what, you know, what's going on? So if Barry completely forgets, they're going to be stuck on Flashpoint forever. Uh, Cisco. Oh yeah, Cisco using a VR headset. That's what that means. Yeah. Well, we said uh, says that nothing is happening to the Reverse Flash. Like Barry was like, "Why is this not happening to you?" Right. I can't remember his response. He laughs his ass off. Yeah. But I can't remember his response. He as says, to "Why uh, it's not happening to him?" I didn't write that down. So much. Sp- uh, something about using speed makes me forget. Yeah. Barry completely forgets they're stuck. He said, "Yeah." He's, well, he he made it very clear that. If Barry completely forgets everything, there's no going back. They will be stuck in that flashpoint forever. Like they will be stuck there. Not, not, nothing they're going to be able to do about it. Right. So then it, it switches to another scene where Cisco's sitting using a VR headset, and he's like, "It's so real. Feels like I'm actually there." Yeah, it was weird. It is pretty weird. And then all of a sudden, like, uh, you see a big whoosh, and Wally's there, and then you see another big whoosh, and Iris is there, and Cisco's like, "I told you not to do that to me." He goes, "It wasn't me, man." <laughs> Um, and then, and then Iris is there, and then uh, all of a sudden Barry comes in and takes his uh, mask off and reveals to all of them that he is a speedster. Explains to them what he did, and they, you know what I mean. And here's something else I didn't know. I guess it's a little Easter egg. I, apparently, when Barry draws on the glass to explain to him the timeline, I guess it is a exact copy of what Doctor Emmett Brown draws for Marty McFly oh. in Back to the Future to explain how that alternate timeline where Biff was. Yeah. Had the casino and all that shit. I guess it's the exact same Interesting. drawing. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah. essentially what we're getting here is a Back to the Future 2. Yeah, he's not... They're not quite believing it. They're like... Because even for them, they're like, that's fucking crazy. Like, it was the same in Supergirl at first when they had that crossover. He goes, what? Like, you're a fucking time-traveling speed man? Like, <laughs> right. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, That's like... Yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. It, for some reason, what, what you just said, that reminds me of the first Ninja Turtles movie. When they're like, you're... Mutant turtle teenagers, and they're like, "Well, when you put it like that, it sounds fucking ridiculous." Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, it's funny. Um, uh, um, so he explains what he did. He's like, "I know." He's like, "We gotta, we gotta work it together." He's like, "He's like, he like tells uh, Cisco, he's like, you and I are a really good team. I know we are, or something like that." Right. He's like, "I got, I got somebody that can help," and he just runs off, and then he comes back with. Oh yeah, he gets on the computer and looks it up first. Yeah. Got it. And then he runs back and he comes back with Caitlin Snow. Yeah, and she like has weird like a doctor's smock thing. Yeah, and he's like, she's a scientist. She knows what it is. She goes, so technically, I'm not a scientist. I'm in children's. Um, chil- she's an eye doctor for children. Yeah, she works in pediatrics. For that's weird. Uh, so, uh, at this point, uh, what they they decide something. I don't know what they decide to do, but this is that moment when <coughs> when Barry and Iris walk off. Cisco goes somewhere else, and Caitlin and Wally are left in the room. And she's like, "Did I get kidnapped?" And he goes, "Unclear." Yeah, it's unclear. <laughs> Um, so Barry meets Iris in the hallway. She asks um, if there's something else from another time, or in you know, in, in, in another time. In another time, um, yeah, pretty much. He's like, "Yeah, we are," and all this stuff. And she, she, she's very believing of it. Like she, she's pretty much on point or on board with what's going on. So when they go back in the room, they Cisco's back in there, and they figure out that they can reprogram the city cameras to pinpoint the rival. Um, yeah, because like they they were upgraded to. 
record at much higher levels of speed, high, yeah. higher speed, and Caitlin just happened to know it. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, oh, yeah, it's flanking a thing. So Barry and uh, Wally end up going to the some some place in town where they're going to fight the rival. Um, and he says, we're going to flank him. And he's like... He's like, wait, is that a real thing? He goes, I've heard people in movies say that. Is flanking a thing? He goes, yes, flanking is a thing. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to attack him from the front. You're going to attack him from the side at 90 degrees. And when he comes in, he's like, he's gonna, when he attacks you, he's going to have, you know. <laughs> he's he's like, what are you talking about? Of course it's a thing. <laughs> this is an interesting moment. I don't know, it was funny. Yeah. So, so the, go ahead. This is your, you can say this part. So the rival reveals himself. I thought, personally, I thought it was Eddie Thawne. Like, is he going to be Eddie Thawne? <laughs> I was like, is that Thawne? In, it turns out it was Eddie, but not the Eddie, the weird thing of it. This yeah, guy's name, name was Eddie. Eddie like funny. Eddie Driscoll or something. Um, not Eddie Driscoll. That's from fucking Leave it to Beaver. It was Eddie something. Yeah, I don't remember, but... Um, so, the rival and Kid Flash start fighting, which, again, just amazing. Like the, the Oh, absolutely. Like, I love, like, the way their fists are, like, on light, like in lightning speed when they're fighting. Like, it's just cool. The way it looked was awesome. And the Kid Flash seemed to have the upper hand at first. He knocked him down, but then rival... Kid Flash did a comment. This is like a fucking rookie mistake. He turned, he put his back to his enemy, and then Rival just impaled him with some rebar or some, some, you know, yeah. some pipe. And Barry gets fucking loses his mind. And then the Rival decides he's going to create two tornadoes, fucking huge tornadoes. That looked awesome, by the way. Yeah, they did. It looked so. And weird. I don't know if you caught it, but did you hear Cisco say, "What does he think? He's some kind of weather wizard?" Oh no, I didn't. Hear that. <laughs> This is pretty interesting because and it's even more interesting. It like rivaled season one almost because the weather wizard did that tornado and then Barry ran the opposite way around it to stop them. Right. Which is exactly what happens in this. And then well, before before the tornadoes, that him and Barry Barry started fighting him. Oh, and that's right. Barry I'm, seemed I to totally have fucking forgot about uh, that. Rival seemed to have the upper hand on Barry. Like Wally was doing better oh. at first. Yeah. Uh, Barry, um, you know, and then he creates those tornadoes and then Barry like kind of loses his. Gump, or however his gusto, however he, he loses his confidence, and Grant loses his gusto. <laughs> and uh, Iris is like, I don't know what Iris on your earth would say. She he goes, she goes, but because I have no idea what I'm gonna say, but I know that I believe in you, etc. And you can do this. And uh, apparently that's all he needs. That's that's his sensu bean. He, he fucking his eyes lightening up, and he just fucking sprints off towards the. Because you're right, I am the Flash. And then he fucking flies into the fucking tornado. He's like. Running around it, whatever, and dissipate. Like I, I guess he's running in the opposite direction to right. like he did, like he's done before. Oh, well, he's like is, is, on the Vegeta scale. This is an F three. These are F three tornadoes or whatever. And he, he's just like, is that the Vegeta scale? <laughs> well, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Vegeta, but he's like, I'd be okay with Vegeta. Vegeta scales proper. But the scene when he he jumps, like he dissipates one, but then the way he jumps from it into the other one. Fuck and then yeah, starts dude. running and again. I was like, oh my god, yeah, that's he badass. And then as soon as that happened. Uh, Rival was like, "That is impossible." <laughs> yeah, like, right. he goes, "There's no way." And um, then, like, and then he did something else just as badass right after that. He dissipated that tornado and like flies out of that and just punches Rival. Like, yeah, dude, it was, it was such a dope ass fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Uh, so while he's laying on the ground after all this is happening, uh, well, yeah, he punches Rival down. Rival's on the ground. He goes over to Wally, uh, and the that was when the Rival says, "Wow." So like, you really are the fastest man alive. Yeah. And then uh, gets up to go punch him in the head. Or, like, go, gets up probably go kill Barry. And they then Joe Joe shows up from behind him and shoots him. <clears throat> which is almost exactly the same thing that happened in Season 1 with Weather Wizard. Yeah. 
Almost. And then, like, Barry, like, like they turn around, like, he looks down at the fucking, at the rival, and he looks up at Joe, and then, like, he takes off his mask. And then Joe just does his double take look like, what? Like, it was just, it was so funny to me. That we had to watch it twice because I didn't see it. It was, it was really funny. It was, inter- it was interesting. Just the face he makes is like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> and then uh, we question here, is Wally dead? He seems to be. Uh, Joe is like, my my son? Like, I don't I don't think he knew that Wally was the revert, that was uh, the Flash. Yeah. So this is the time he learns that. And he's just losing, he's like freaking out, obviously, and then. We get them back at Star Labs or Cisco or Ramon Industries. What is it? Ramon Industries. Yeah. And uh, he's not healing well. Like, they're, you know, she's saying, oh, he lost a lot of blood, blah, blah, blah. And Barry says, oh, it's a speedster thing to heal. You heal faster. Right. And she goes, yeah, he does. And Caitlin's like, he's not, though. Like, yeah. For some reason. It doesn't make sense why. Right. And Barry just feels so... He feels so bad. And, you know, he's like, I ruined everybody's life. And he wants to make things right. And he asks Iris for help. And, uh, which I don't think this thing, I don't think that reason warrants his want to go back. Just that one. Like, in the Flashpoint comic books, the world was going to end. Like, that was why he had to go back and do it. Yeah, like, there was way more at stake. Yeah. In this, all all that pretty much was that Wally was going to die, and Joe was fucking drunk, and he would have gotten worse. Right. So, I mean, like... Barry, so Barry's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to a time when my parents were alive, but at what cost? Like, yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like I said, they rushed it, man. Like, like me and DJ both said, Flashpoint could have easily lasted at least an entire half a season. Like, oh, absolutely. You know, they could have done it all the way up to the mid-season finale. Now we don't know what happened in Tuesday night's episode. Uh, we haven't watched it yet. We'll watch it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, if we get around to it, but it was called Paradox, so it could be something that. Yeah, like, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see that. We're almost done with this, and then we'll talk about that. Right. But uh, um, he Barry wants to make it right, and he asks Iris for help, which I don't remember what he asked her for. He just goes to Barry's parents. That's where he goes oh, to Barry's yeah. parents' house, and they talk. You know, they want to meet. He goes and talks to Barry's parent, her parents. He says, this is Iris and blah, 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 and he's like, I just wanted to see you one more time. And they're like, what does that mean? He goes, oh, nothing. Yeah. So and he, he starts to lose a few more memories. So... Uh, yeah, he loses some more memories, and it keeps happening throughout the episode. And Thon, he Barry goes back to Thon again, and makes Thon makes Barry say what he needs done. He's like, "I want you to go back. I need you to go back and kill my mom. Like he, I need things to go back the way they were." It was so fucked up because he goes with pleasure. Yeah, I know. It was, it was fucking crazy. And then Barry just lets him out of the cage, like. Oh, yeah, I remember whenever like he start, starts to lose more memories again. He looks down. And he goes, "God, I wish I could kill you so fucking bad." Like. Yeah. And, and he's like, but today, Flash, I get to be the hero. And that's yeah. what happened. That also happened in the Flashpoint comic. Yeah. That's pretty and sweet. Barry and Iris kiss. So they didn't they didn't you say some shit about them him running off like at will into time? Yeah. Like they just ran right into the time stream without any problem at all? Maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so they you, you left off at the kiss. Barry and Iris kiss, and then they run off into the... They, they run back to the past where Barry's mom dies, and um, you get that scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the same scene from the beginning. But he says, uh, Barry's like, it's okay, nothing's going to happen to you or something, and Reverse Flash comes in the other door. He's like, oh, but you're wrong or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he goes, not this time. And then Barry disappears, and so does the other Reverse Flash, and that, the other Reverse Flash takes over with 
yeah. doing what he was going to do. So. Right. And he kills Barry's mom, and then they run back to the present, which have been, you know, what the where we thought that season two left off. And Reverse Flash says, all right, you know, here you go. And he says something. He's like, he's like, just wait until you find out what's going to happen next. And he's like, what? He goes, oh, you'll find out. Yeah, so at this point, we're like, there's going to be repercussions. Like, Yeah, and he said, we'll see you soon, Flash. And he runs off. And the Flashpoint may have been done in one episode, but there's going to be other things happening. Right. Because of... Um, but Barry walks into Joe's house and there's Joe and Wally's in there and he hugs Wally like he as like brother like right and Wally's like what's happening like, yeah it was pretty cool he's like he's like he's like you know you're pretty upset about your parents and he goes actually I've never felt closer to my parents in my life because he got to live three months with his parents as an adult right? right yeah and he says he's like your dad just died he goes I don't understand if you're still a little torn up about it so we we get that little bit of uh, relief and then <clears throat> then another bomb is dropped yeah he says where's uh, Iris. He goes, that's not even funny. Right. And we're like, shit, is she dead? Like, Yeah, right? And then, but it's like, no. Like Joe storms out of the room and Barry... He goes, I'm gonna, I'm, he's like, I'm just going to chalk that up to grief or something. And then he walks out. And, right. And, then, and he looks at Wally and he's like, what the hell happened? He's like, what do you mean? He's like, what happened? He's like, just tell me. He goes, are you crazy? Because you know they don't talk. Yeah, they haven't talked in years or whatever. And I'm like, fuck. And you're like, shit. So what the, the hell happened between them? Repercussion number one. Yeah. For sure. And then you get another scene of the uh, uh, the guy who is under the rival's mask. He's laying in bed, looks like with his wife or something. Mm-hmm. You hear this crazy scratching noise. I thought it was like lightning. It sounded like lightning to me. Yeah, I, I didn't know what it was. And you hear like a voice, and he's and he says Eddie Edward, whatever his name is, and gets him out of bed, and he's at it is time. And there's Doctor Alchemy or Alchemy is being scratched onto the mirror. Which why was it being scratched onto a mirror? I don't know. Mirror Master is what I think. Yeah. Maybe he's... Mirror Master is relaying the message for this Dr. Alchemy. Yeah. That's what I think. So, that that's what's going on. Season 3, Episode 2 is called Paradox. Um, and here's a little bit of a history of Dr. Alchemy. A criminal also known as Mr. Element is a supervillain who fights the Flash using a Philosopher's Stone that can transmutate... Whoops. That can transmutate elements. He is a member of the Rogues, a loose organization of criminals who fight against the Flash family, and has also been a member of the Injustice Gang. His identical doppelganger and clone, Alvin Desmond, Doctor Alchemy was, or as Alvin Desmond, Doctor Alchemy was created by John Broom and Carmine Infantino, first appearing in Showcase 13, 1958. So, that is where I think the show is going. I think he's re- already recruited Mirror Master, which is another iconic flash villain who can use mirrors as weapons so we move on to a much shorter section of notes for arrow season five episode one legacy all right so arrow premiered its fifth season (coughs) episode one legacy on thursday wednesday night last week um, it was a really great episode. I have some great amounts of excitement. Yeah. Um, before, when the trailers aired, I had my prediction was that Arrow looked a lot better than Flash did this first episode. Like the trailer, just, Arrow just looked good, better. Like I don't know. I just knew I was going to be happier with Arrow this week than Flash before even watching either one. Just right. based on the trailers, like the trailer for Arrow looked crazy. Absolutely. And I my my attitude is completely different for Arrow than it was for Flash. Flash was good, but I had problems with it. Arrow, on the other hand, 
know, it was just a fucking good episode, man. Like yeah. it was really good. The the cinematography in this episode was unparalleled. Oh my goodness! The fight scenes were coordinated. There was it was when they said they were getting back to their roots, they got back to their. Oh roots. my god! Season one, Oliver back at it. Like, Absolutely. Well, the episode starts off um, with Oliver is fighting somebody. Anarchy. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. Uh, we it clearly says that right there, but. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he's fighting somebody, and we're like, is that? Anarchy again? Like he's always fucking fighting this guy. Like, because then, because then, because then, you could, you didn't really get a clear look of him, but his fighting style is very. He's really he's a really good fighter. Yeah, it's crazy that he can go toe to toe. Like, you know what I mean? Like he, who the hell trained him? Like that's what I right. don't fucking know. Good old Lonnie Machen. But Oliver, you know, he they fights him, and then he ultimately, like, shoots an arrow through his wrist into the wall, and he's like, uh, and Anarchy's just his tough ass. He's like, well. He's, I don't remember exactly what he says. So you're not going to kill me? Like, what the hell do I got to do or something like that? Right. It, th- it, this this is the point when Oliver still, you know what I mean, wasn't really killing people. Because he, he could have, but, yeah. you know, what the hell? Well, he can't kill Anarchy. He's going to have to fight him again. So I guess Six that's more times. Yeah. <laughs> so then there, there's some sort of bomb. I was having a really hard time following following what was going on in this episode because I was taking so many notes so fast. So I'm hoping that you, you have really pay attention. Notes. I know. Well, I was uh, I was having a real hard time like just paying attention, but I I got notes. I just don't. Uh, there's a lot of things that I probably I may have missed some things, but it was re- it was really good. Um, yeah, when I take notes, they're like fucking. Yeah, so they're they're disarming some bomb in some thing. I'm not sure exactly what the bomb is for. Um, probably to destroy some shit. Yeah, obviously. It's another anarchy bomb. Like you yeah, know, it's just, just like, something that he was trying to do. I think it was just an. It, I don't think it really had too much relevance. It was just a opening scene. An opening scene, something Oliver's doing. The fight showing. scene was dope, though. Yeah, was. Like they were like going through platforms and shit. It was all. It was awesome. Yeah, like but it seems like, like the way he was like throwing him. Like, yeah, like he all, was. Oliver got some super strength serum in him because he was like the way he was throwing him was like fucking how you would like how Superman would throw somebody. Right. Like, yeah, was, it was crazy like, against walls and it was, yeah, oh, he just, it was like, nuts. Picked him off his feet like he was just in, threw him through the air like it like he was nothing. I mean, he did used to be Rachel Gould. Yeah, and with all that magic he's been imbu- imbued with, like when he yeah. was fighting Damian Dark, maybe he's just a little getting bit a little of stronger. Yeah. So uh, it switches back to Mayor Oliver Queen, um, and I don't he's like I don't know what he's doing exactly, giving a speech or something. Um, I'm gonna have to watch the episode again, I think. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, then then we got a then we got a, a, a flashback, the first flashback of season five, and it's a uh, uh, Russia. It's like a fight club type thing, like a street fight. Yeah, uh, and he's he's uh like an underground fight club. Yeah, where they make money. Mm-hmm. So Oliver's fighting some dude, and then he kills him. <laughs> yeah, like he. It was super badass. It was a great fight. Yeah. He kills him by you know bending him over back and then snapping his neck. And if I, I ever like, have oh, to kill man. somebody, that's the way I'm gonna do it. Snapping their neck. Like just like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Uh, and then it, then it's revealed right after that that Oliver killed their best fighter, and they're gonna have to have a talk about it. Yeah, he was going out. He went out and talked to some guy about like his money or something. He's like, if you said if I won, I get this, blah blah blah. He goes, well, you know, you pissed off those people. He's like, you killed their best fighter. There's gonna he, be. He goes, we we were betting on the fact that you were gonna lose. And he's like, you weren't supposed to win that fight. And, uh, they come up. I guess they're talking in some like it looks like a parking structure of some sort. I don't really know exactly where they were, but they come up and tase him from behind, and he kind of goes. Right. And then uh, who do we see but Curtis, I guess. Curtis! He comes back in, and uh, uh, they're just kind of talking or whatever. I don't... 
it's hard to say, but there seems to be a plethora of vigilantes in the city, is what Lane said. Yeah. Um, so they're they're just kind of introducing everybody back in back into the series, but you see that you see Curtis, you see um, a bunch of vigilantes all over the place, and you see uh, Chad Coleman makes his appearance in this in this show, which he played Tyrese in The Walking Dead. Yeah, there's um, a scene, the cops. Yes. The cops take down this this drug ring money. They were like counting money or something, and they come in. And they're like, uh, they brought somebody with. Oh yeah, like they're like, we're gonna kill you. We're gonna make it seem like you killed them, and then, then they also killed you. So like these are some pretty rotten cops. I'm. Oh yeah, saying. dirty cops for sure. So Tyrese, and then all of a sudden Tyrese, Tyrese comes in, or Chad Coleman's care. Uh, Tobias Church. Tobias Church comes in, and he has his group of guys, and he, he just looks very. Oh very, yeah, he looks very, crazy. Very brutal, and then he just walks in. and He's like, you know, that's not gonna happen. Blah blah blah. He's like we're gonna. He's yeah, like, he goes, which one of you is like, in take charge? Take this guy down or whatever. And then like, Tobias just walks up to the guy that was in the front and is like, are you the one in charge? And then he just proceeds to beat the ever-living fucking piss <laughs> out of this guy. Like, oh, yeah. He straight up kills this motherfucker. He goes, which one? he goes, anybody else want to be in charge? It was great. I guess I'm in charge then. It's crazy, man. I like that. It's cool seeing him like this. Yeah. And then it goes right back to Quentin Lance. Uh, not back to him, but over to Quentin Lance. Um, he's... Uh, just I guess he's like drunk, drinking, whatever. Uh, it, his, his exact phrase was, uh, "He goes, a recovering drunk to keep you to keep him sober has something to to keep to be sober for." Right. He's like, and I'm fresh out. Like you know, his his daughter is dead. His other daughter's was dead and is now in some, in some lost in some timeline stream that he may never see again. Yeah. He he has no wife. He has nothing. And then him and uh, Felicity's mom didn't work out because he was like a. Like it was destined to not happen. He's like we were too, too like opposites attract, but not that much. So. Right. So then we got uh, Oliver. Oliver talks about possibly recruiting him on the team. Well, and... see, but before this, Felicity has been like badgering him about getting a team together. Because, oh yeah, that's right. But Oliver's kind of in a denial that the team is not going to come back. Right. So you know she's been she, throughout the episode she pesters him about it, but so he goes to to Lance and he's pretty much he's like you could be part of this team. He's like I don't want to. I don't want to do it. So then we get another flashback of Oliver being interrogated, waiting to go, or waiting. I don't know what I, what I um, but he's got his father's book, and um, he said he was waiting, oh yeah, he's waiting to use his father's book, and they're like, because I want to touch that book if I were you, waiting and you start reading all the names out of it. And he said, I'm very intrigued by this book. It's the only reason you're still alive, he says. And because I still have to use it. And he's like, he's like, he's like, if you fucking don't, if you do not put that book back, like he was like he's like being very yeah oh yeah absolutely like he's like he was very confident regardless of the situation he was in and um did that guy walk in at this time or did we, did it go back and then back to that it, it went back again and okay. he said he died. this is the, this is the part where I started missing a lot more stuff because well um, you know they're talking uh, it goes I think it goes back I guess it goes back to real time. And he ditches his guard or his, his secret service, whatever you want to call it, for a mayor. And who is it? Felicity says it? Yeah. She goes, how did you – or no, it might have been – I don't know. It was one of them. She says, how did you d- ditch your guard? He goes, I used to ditch John Diggle. And she goes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. He sure did, dude, all the time. All the fucking time. So, like, <sighs> if he can – you know, these other guys aren't shit compared to John Diggle. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere in the in the process of all this, when we, when we first meet Wild Dog – I don't think I wrote it down, but there's that scene where he – He's fighting up that guy with the hockey mask on. Yeah. And uh, it was really funny when he says, uh, 
He's like fighting him and all that stuff. And he goes, "Bother, he goes, stay out, of, stay out, of, you know, go home and and be a good person." And well, blah, he was like blah. trying to disarm that bomb, and then Oliver went up and threw him away, and then Oliver took care of them. He stuck his arrow in it, and then Felicity did her thing. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, and then he says, and he says, you know, go home and stay out, stay off the streets. And he goes, "By the way, keep that elevator." And he's like, "Keep what elevator?" And he fucking fires him, shoots him around the leg with an arrow. Yeah, this is fucking genius. Now it was brutal, but at the same time, it was him ultimately assuming he's saving this guy's life. Right. These amateurs out here are just, you know, like they're inspired by Arrow, the Green Arrow, but they do not have the training. Like, no, but and Felicity's point is, you know what I mean? They're just doing damage to their own selves, so why not train them anyway? They're going to be out there regardless. Yeah, exactly. So that's what Felicity's trying to, 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 to do the entire time is trying to get him to train these people for a new team. Yeah, which isn't a bad idea, but I mean, like, I can understand Oliver's perspective. Like, you know, he just had a team. Right. You know, he this team's back. never going to be like that team, and... But... Yeah, whatever. Now, it says, now, Church that shows them in the back of a truck, and he's, like, saying, like, when you're in the jail yard, he's, like, what you you always got to go after the biggest, baddest dude, you take him out, and it shows that you're, you know, not to be fucked with. He goes, and we're going to go after the biggest, baddest dude, and he pulls up this paper, and it has the green arrow on it, so. <laughs> Straight up going right after him, like, yeah, no so questions asked. All that was going to go after him, so it's not going to be too hard. Um... So then they're at the end, unveiling of the... Well, we don't really know what it is exactly, but they're, they're always like giving a speech to a bunch of people and he's talking about... Well, he knew he knew it was a ceremony for the Black Canary because yeah. he told... Okay, they, yeah. He told Lance, like, or earlier, and Lance was like, well, uh, maybe I shouldn't show up and ruin her my daughter's image or something like that. And yeah. But then it, it is unveiled soon after that that there is a statue of Laurel Lance, the Black Canary. And, um, it was pretty cool. It was, it was really... Sad it, it was pretty, a sad It was pretty moving. Um... And church shows up during this thing, kills well, a bunch of people in the process. Men. Yeah, church's men. Um, they show up and they grab Oliver. Oliver. They kill yeah, a whole like bunch of people in the process. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, What's that? On Facebook. Um, but, but we got. Uh, let's see. He shows up to grab Oliver, and he. Uh, you know they keep they keep him the thing. He doesn't want to suit up to go get him, but uh, they have Oliver's <clears throat> head covered up and all that stuff. Well, because their plan is to get, uh, <laughs> you know, having the mayor and all those people are going to get the Green Arrow to come to them. But even Lance is like that. I don't think he even realizes that he actually he he already has them there, or somebody says that. And uh, Thea's all against. It. She goes, I don't want to. She goes, that's why I didn't. She goes, I'm finally feeling like myself again. Mm-hmm. She was like, after so long, I finally felt like she hasn't had to kill anybody or whatever. And right, and then they, so they got him tied up, and he's like, are you here for the green arrow? And they, un- they take his thing off his head, and he goes, he won't be coming. And he's like, oh, you seem to know a lot about this, Mr. Arrow. He goes, well, I have it on good authority that he's pretty tied up right now. <laughs> it's so funny. Oliver is so fucking quippy this episode. It was great. Oh, and then oh, the, my, this scene is awesome. He says, uh, he's, like, do you think, he's like, oh, I got this handled. He's like, do you think I would... Make a plan without be, there being an end game or something like that, and Oliver says yes, and he goes, he's like, but that's because I think you're stupid. <laughs> he is just not giving fuck. He is his mouth. Yeah, he, he doesn't. She straight up don't give a fuck. It's fantastic. I love Quippy Oliver. It's it's, it's, a, it's a great it's a great thing. Um, uh, now there's a flashback. Anatoly. Now this is the guy from the island. I'm pretty sure from when they were escaping on that boat, uh, they were locked up in those cells. When Deathstroke was a before he was Deathstroke, he was he was on that uh, what's that shit called? Oh, I can't remember now. The coop, I don't. I have no idea. 
Let me try. Let me see if I can find it. The the stuff that makes them strong. Mirakuru. Mirakuru. Yes. Um, and he was going a little crazy, and they Oliver helped them escape. Right. And but Oliver stayed behind, or I can't remember. I think he tried to go stop him, and something happened to where all the other prisoners were able to leave, and then he was not. Um, at that moment, and so he comes in. He pretty much says, "He goes, oh, don't you can't, you know. He has he's some type of leader apparently because he was able to tell these guys to stop. Like you're done. Like, right. He lives, and so they untie him. And uh, um, let's see here. He goes back to Lance and Thea. They're having a heart to heart. He's telling him. He goes, sometimes you have to do what you don't want to do to be. You know what I mean? Like." Pretty much trying to convince her to do what she had to do. Go, you know, you might not want to be her, but you have to. At this, this is kind of the point where you have yeah, to. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta get shit done. You know what I mean? It's it's your brother. Like you gotta go get him. Well, Oliver is sitting in a chair. Like they have him taken out alone, and then he's like getting punched. And Oliver's like, "If you punch me again, I'm going to kill you." Yeah, it's very it reminded me of Rick from Walking yeah. Dead. Very Rick Grimes moment. It's like, oh, what are you gonna do about it or something? He like his hands are like he's like out of his. Yeah, he's like he's like your hands are tied behind oh, you. Oh, because in that scene, Animoli or Amatoli, break. He like dislocates his thumbs. Yeah. He's like he's like, what can you just cut it? Cut it. And he goes, it's a lesson you learn the lesson for later. Like right, whatever. So he he knows that you just dislocate your thumbs, get yourself out of the ties, and then relocate your thumbs. And apparently that's doesn't even phase him anymore. It's just crazy. And he say, he's like, what are you going to do about it? He goes, your hands are zip-tied behind your back. He's like, oh, really? Yeah, he just <laughs> removes his hands. He's like, oh, shit. And he just fucking destroys this dude. Because th- this guy is the one that... This guy knew that he was Green Arrow. He's like, I don't want my secret to get out. Yeah, well, I think... It, well, yeah, I figured it out by the fact that he was beating his ass. And right. He's like, nobody can know that I'm the Arrow. And he just he snaps his neck just like he did in that flashback. He, he like, sure did. Has him around and he just kills it. I was like, oh my god, yes. Like, I was so happy. It was awesome. And then immediately after that, a bunch of fighting goes on. And Oliver just dropping dudes left and right. Like, he's, like, he's like yeah, he's killing these dudes. And he's like, fucking capping dudes. Like, yeah, like, the, he, like he takes a gun. He's like shooting people on the ground. Like It was crazy. And Dia is just not having it. Yeah. Because she shows up to help him out. But she is just not. He, she just does not want Oliver to be killing yeah, and he's like, well, he, see, but his perspective is that if he would have killed Damien, Damien Dark, or, like, you know, he hesitated, whatever, he could have killed him, whatever, whenever, not, he's like, yeah, I could have killed him in that prison or something, or I could have killed him before that, and I didn't, and that led to her death, and he's like, it's like, sometimes, I guess, you could, I have to do it. Yeah. And she's like, well, if, if killing is the right thing to do now, she goes, and that's just not, I can't be okay with that. But right. Fun. So, I mean, it's just, it's, it, that's, that's the struggle, man. But he's just brutal Oliver. Like I said, season one Oliver, where he's just, he just kills. He doesn't care. Like, and I'm cool with it. Like, I love it. Oh, it's awesome. That's what, that's what, that's what the show needed again. Something that Oliver not being a puss bag. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I'm cool with it. Even Batman won't kill, you know what I mean? And that's fine. You know, cause you are a good guy at heart, whatever, but there's times where you just have to do it. Apparently. Right. So we get a flash over to Curtis. He gets mugged. Well, Curtis is out looking. He, uh, the, uh, uh, fucking Felicity sent him out to recruit Wild Dog. She goes, here, go check him out. I want to know what he's about, blah, blah, blah. And then in his search for him, he gets attacked by these two dudes, apparently. Um, yeah. So then it, then, it, then it flashes over to Laurel's last words. Yeah, because um, Felicity asks him. He goes, do you remember what she said to you 
or last time or whatever. Basically, the ju- the gist of it is, uh, there, she said a whole bunch of stuff, but the gist of it was, is don't let me be the the last black canary. Yeah, let, let my let let me live on through somebody else. Yeah, let let a piece of me be out there with you all yeah. the time. So, pretty much, you know what I mean. Get another black canary. Um. So then, the, the during the, this crazy fight during during you know with Church's men, all of that is happening during this. And well, all like over. they realize, like, well, that's, yeah, because like they escaped from there. They left the prisoners there because there was a big bomb or something. There yeah. was like a bomb of some sort. So they yeah, left and went back to the arrow cave. And then him and Thea had that heart-to-heart thing, and then she decided not to help or whatever. Oliver grabbed his gear, and then he goes back. Yeah, and that, this place is going to, like, blow up. So on his, on his escape out, though, some of the craziest camera work I've ever seen on the show happens, and then Oliver hooks on a church's helicopter. Yeah, well, like, they fought. Him and Church fought, and, you know, Church is pretty tough. He was, you know, he was holding his own decently enough, but mm-hmm. Oliver had the upper hand, ultimately. Like, he was being... He was pretty much... He would have beat the shit out of him, but... Then things started exploding real tough. Like, right, yeah, absolutely. Because the, the SWAT team kind of came in and they they must have set off like those red lasers that were down. Yeah, they were setting up. They set off in like a chain reaction. It's a new. It was a nuclear power plant. I that's think. right. That's right. And Felicity's like, I can't stop it. She goes, This is gonna be bad. Like, I, I cannot stop this. So like, you got to get out of there. You got, I think she said that she got you got like thirty seconds. Yeah. So then he ends up just like jumping out the fucking building and hooks on the helicopter above him. Yeah, like the way like, oh, like it was the, the camera beautiful. Work was beautiful. Like it looked so real. Like it was happening. Like, it just shows him like it just follows him out of the fucking window and then he like turns around and he shoots his arrow up and then like it just grabs onto something and he's just hanging by oh his and I was and that that was when I like looked up from taking notes I'm like was that fucking Church's helicopter he was up there and he fucking climbs to the top and beats the fucking shit out of him yeah they fight but then ultimately Church kicks him out of the helicopter right and another fucking amazingly cinematic cinematographic fucking whatever the fuck you want to say like, yeah and then he then he unveils a brand new arrow that has a fucking parachute yeah he shoots it up and he just poof He's just this is fucking genius. It's crazy. Like, Some I love crazy it. tactician and Oliver Queen shit. Yeah, he's not. Fucking, he's not scared to fall out of the sky. He he's he's fine. <laughs> and I also wrote in here that church, the church kind of reminds me of Negan. Like he's 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 a big brooding like fucking just kill you right away leader type dude. And that's it's just interesting. Um, so then then there's a scene later that Curtis says uh, that where Oliver agrees. He's like maybe I should go recruit recruit these people and. And yeah. Curtis says the same thing. He's like, "Well, if you're gonna do that, he goes, then you're recruiting me too, because I gotta know how to fight." This after he got mugged. He's like, "I hope it's, I hope this guy's worth it, because I got beat up for nothing." He's like, "But I only have one thing. You need to recruit me too." And right. Like, fuck yeah. So then we get another flashback of the Bratva initiation. Um. So this is where this is where Anatoly is going to initiate Oliver into becoming. Uh, Bratva but so Oliver's like oh so I just do this and then I'm Bratva he goes no you do this and you can begin and we can think about you beginning to become Bratva so then like basically Oliver gets like a fight train ran on him like he got jumped into a gang like it's pretty much a typical yeah it was ridiculous but like it looked see what what happened like they got him down and like this guy just impaled him with his knife like oh yeah he gets stabbed like yeah and that was the end of the flashbacks for the episode so we don't know so then back back to the present Oliver's talking to Diggle Diggle's in the army again. Says he's got the worst case of deja vu. It's the only thing I wrote down because that was the only thing worth mentioning. Because well, he talking to, he, the reason he wanted to talk to Diggle was about hey, do you think it's a good idea for me to make a new group? And Diggle's like, yes, yes, I do. Yeah. He's like, you know, Diggle's like, I don't think I'm gonna. So that's what makes Oliver ultimately. And he's like, I'm not surprised that you said that, but I, you know, he's like, that's not what you wanted to hear. And he goes, no, but that, I'm not surprised. Like, right. So. But uh, so so. Oh, and then he's at, and then he asks, he goes, uh. The things gonna go back the, the same for you and Felicity. He goes, I don't know. 
Oh, that's right. And then it shows a scene. Felicity goes into her apartment. And yeah, she's got a new guy. Some fucking fuck boy. So we we heard a few months ago that Diggle was going to be mainly affected by Flashpoint in this in this universe. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how you could be fucked by the Green Arrow and then expect anybody else to please you sexually. Right. <laughs> like, what the hell is this guy doing that Oliver? Can I don't know. And then the very the very one of the very last things I think it was one of the police officers. Um, he's like leaving a bar and he's on his way home and he gets a f- attacked by a new dark archer. He's like Green Arrow. He goes, "I am not the Green Arrow." Yeah, and he looks crazy. He looks like he looks like, like the Zoom version of Arrow. Green Arrow. Yeah, like, pretty much. So that was that was pretty much the whole episode. I apologize Arrow. for my <laughs> choppy ass fucking note taking. Yeah, it kind of sucked, asshole. But <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Man, it's I was, okay. There's so much going on. It's a like good episode. Partial look, like so much hype and excitement that I'm just like <laughs> yeah. trying to write down the notes. I can't. <coughs> the the <coughs> action was stuff. on point. The like some of the best. <coughs> like in both of these episodes of Flash and Arrow, like the cinematography was amazing. The special effects are take, taking a step up. I can't wait to see what they're gonna do with Supergirl. Like, you know, like oh, like oh. I know. I can't wait. Supergirl's gonna be awesome. Yeah. So, very good CW shows this week. Very good episodes. Um, can't wait to see what's going to change. See, with with Flashpoint, they could change all the universes. You know, things are going to take effect in Arrow. Things well, might. Depend. I recently found out that so Flashpoint came out that one that we read five issues. Well, there was also sixty one other issues of Flashpoint related comic books. Interesting. Of other characters, and so there's like a little tiny mini series of Thomas Wayne as Batman dealing with yeah. the Joker and all that stuff like that. You know what I mean? Which is, I want to read those, you know, because yeah, I never cool. heard about them. There's one of, like, Arrow, where he's, like, an arms dealer. You know what I mean? He's, like, selling bombs and shit to people and, and all this crazy. There's, like, 61 other issues of different DC characters that right. are affected by Flashpoint directly. Right. So I, I I need to know those things. Like, I didn't know that that See, was something Ultimately, those things out. are not null and void because as soon as Flashpoint was fixed, those things didn't ha- weren't happening anymore. Right, but it the was also the birth be- of the new Fifty Two. Yeah, because of the repercussions that did still stand. Yeah, that was how New Fifty Two came about. So that's what's going to be. I don't know. I mean, a lot of it had to do with Rebirth too. Because remember they were taking Flashpoint. Well, yeah. Now Rebirth. Now Rebirth is pre- Flashpoint is pretty much the the pin of the, the 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 backbone of everything that's going fucking weird. Yeah. Now with now with Rebirth, it's there. The New Fifty Two never happened. Yeah, it's weird. So it's gone back. Ten years have been stolen from them, and yeah. and and now. Flashpoint has resulted in rebirth. Yeah, Flash Flashpoint is a very is epidemical. Like, I wonder if this is going to bring S- Supergirl's Earth into their Earth. No, they announced the other day that that wasn't happening. That's not happening. No. They're still going to be on two different Earths. For this now, it's weird because I don't know how they're going to. They see the only way that Flash would have to go to their Earth unless Supergirl. Well, for the are you talking for the. For the crossover, yeah, yeah. well, here since the cross, since we talked about it last week, the crossover Supergirl is mainly based on alien invasion. All right, the other show it doesn't happen that often in, in Arrow and yeah. Flash and Legends. So when invade when the invade when the Dominators come, it's going to be in Supergirl. I'm betting. Yeah, they're going to be attacking Earth on Supergirl's Earth. Yeah, see, so they're gonna she's gonna have to go get help from everybody else. See, I can't understand how see that. Supergirl, Superman, Northern Martian Manhunter have the ability to travel through time or travel to a different universe for one. Flash is the only character capable of doing it. Right. So how are they going to even? How is he even going to learn that that's happening for one? True. How are they going to relay the message? How is Oliver? You know, he's going to have to take Oliver and them there. Like. Yeah. It's we. I don't understand. Like the only way I can I would imagine it is that their Earths were going to fuse because I think they still might 
Like I said, I don't remember if I talked about this on the podcast. Oh, that's yeah, you did talk but about it, it. Was it on the episode or was it just to you? I can't remember. I think it was on the episode you talked about. Uh, but yeah, because I, I went and listened to okay. it again. And but I, I'll mention it again since we're right here in this. Um, Supergirl was talking about how the time thing worked, how the Earth when she was she was hitting on she was trying to get uh, James Olsen to she was this was her way of picking him up or trying to get him to want to be with her. Right. Saying that if the two Earths move at the same frequency they become one he goes and she's like i want to become one with you whatever blah 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 i felt like that might have also been a foreshadow to their earth becoming yeah somehow that would be awesome if they did but i don't know It'd be easier to keep them in the same universe i never read the article about it but I, it just like the the headline said that the they aren't going to be fusing the earth at least not now anyway i still feel like it'll happen kind of i think it has to happen I guess I mean I, the writers are smart enough that it's not like it's going to be some stupid bullshit way that, that that they figure it out. They'll figure it out some way yeah, or another. Yeah. I'm I'm assuming that there's going to be like like Tom Cavanaugh's. You know what I mean? They've got to have him back on the show. Whether it's Who? Harry from Earth Two, oh yeah, or uh, or something. You know, there's going to be and Jay Garrick is coming back too. They've yeah. announced Jay Garrick for the show. Real and Jay he, Garrick? Yes. Okay. Um, so there's going to be a trip to Earth Two or Earth, and he's from Earth Three. Yeah. That's if that if that is where Supergirl is in fact from, then maybe think, he comes back and says something. I don't think. They are from the same earth. I don't think yeah, it might not. Jake Eric and Supergirl are not from the same Earth because she had she, no idea what the Flash was at right. all, and that's, he would have been, been called the Flash on that Earth because it didn't necessarily say what Earth. He just said, "I think I'm on the wrong Earth." Like, yeah. didn't say which one it was. It could be any Earth, like. But, yeah. So, this week, oh shit, man! With as long as this episode was, next week we got. Next week we're going to talk about Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, in that order. I'm pretty. That's how it, yeah. they come out. And then, you know, I mean, shit. That's twice as much as we talked about now. Yeah. And then the week after that, we're going to have all that plus Walking Dead. Oh, I know. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's definitely going to be something. I think we might have to take a break on uh, on our. Fuck, we might even have to take a break on Nerd News. I don't know. I mean, we can still. I mean, we don't always. We have talked to talk. forty-five minutes of news today. Yeah, which is not something we typically do. We we just let it dragged out quite a bit. We just talked a lot about it, but like it's it was, fine. You know, it's fine. Like we're gonna. Well, we could probably. We knew what we were getting ourselves in. Like I've got, I've got one, two, three, four, five, five new superhero copycat things yeah. that I have, but I also have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 15 more after that right I mean we don't I mean we're just gonna have to you know we might there might be an episode of Arrow where we might not have to talk about it it might you know it might be a good episode but we don't always have to talk about every single well, episode yeah and it might be I know that there was there was several times last, last season that where we like the episode of Flash was so fucking crazy that we ended up talking almost two yeah. hours on just that episode like yeah. I mean there might be times where you know, we you know Flash or cover. Arrow are both so not like just fillers yeah, or there, you know, we, we could just, just we just we'll week. mention it. We'll be like, yeah, we watched Flash. A couple key points that happened. This, this, this. Good episode. Move on. Like, yeah, that's good. That's a good call. But yeah, so you because know, Supergirl. You know what I mean? We still have to watch Supergirl, and it might be it might be crazy as fuck too. So yeah, we have a lot coming at you guys. So bear with us. And definitely for sure, when we do the Walking Dead episode, we'll probably only be talking about the Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah, on the on the twenty third, the twenty third episode comes out. We will be doing the podcast episode on the twenty fifth if things go smoothly. Yes, and but we're also going to be, be recording immediate reactions that same night on yeah. Sunday, and we'll probably be live on Facebook for that. But you won't hear them in the actual podcast until the twenty fifth. I'm going yes. to 
We'll record them as a whole separate thing. So, just yeah, so on the 25th, that's going to be just a Walking Dead episode. It's going to have to be. There's going to be way too much to talk about. Yeah, that's that's completely... Because we're probably going to have two guests if it works out how we want it to go. But um, until that time, I guess this will conclude whatever. I guess we'll talk about the Doctor Strange trailer next week. Um, the new Doctor Strange trailer. The international trailer, they say. Yes. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're coming up on two hours, four minutes shy of two hours right now. But that's um, fine. The longest episode we've had in a while. But yeah, so, I mean, it was the flashback episode. I mean, the we, won't flashpoint. Do, we won't do superhero Mad Libs either. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but yeah, thank you for joining us for episode 31. Again, to all of our existing listeners, we appreciate your loyalty. And to any new listeners, welcome. Absolutely. Thank you for all the attention on Twitter, and please spread the word. And once again, thanks to Jolene Boyd, the... She's a country music singer and a super nerd. There are going to be some very beneficial changes to our show coming soon. We're going to... Things that are going to make this show... You know, we're taking it to the next level. Absolutely, yep. We're, we're working up a, an actual, like, almost like a studio-type deal. Not not an actual one, but... Um, we'll surpri- it's going to be a surprise. We'll, yeah, we'll surprise all you guys we'll, with a big, you know, big thing. If you haven't yet, you're going to want to follow us on Facebook... And subscribe to us on YouTube and all that good stuff if you want to know what's going on. Yes. I'm st- we will announce things on Twitter. We'll do all that kind of stuff. For now, we're going to stay right where we're at on SoundCloud. Um, and we're also going to be doing a lot. Him saying that leads to we're going to be doing a lot of more video stuff. Yes. You're going to be a lot more seeing us plus hearing us. So The the, the Facebook – I'm sorry. The, uh, the podcast is always going to be recorded. It's always going to be on the feed. Don't worry about that if you can't watch it, whatever. But we're also going to be having a live show. You know what I mean? In, in yeah, we'll addition be doing it. to this. Yeah, we'll have our live, we'll have our podca- regular podcast, and we'll have it up on YouTube, the whole thing yes, video tape. So so. For, for a whole other thing. So be just be on the lookout for a lot of greater things to come. We're only a couple months away from that actually happening. Um, and we, we don't forget, we also have our, our Happy Nerd Year special. We haven't talked to any a bit about that yet. Yeah. Um, but we're still planning it out. Um, I think I finally got a location down point. Um, so all we got to do is just plan plan the thing, uh, order a couple things we need to get, and then we'll um, figure it out. But that is going to be a super entertaining episode. I'm I'm guaranteeing it. We don't have any specific content planned except for what I have. I mean, we do have content planned, but it's not like a like we're not talking about one specific thing. Right. It's a whole bunch of things. It's it's going to be really cool. Yeah. Um, but definitely keep your eye out because that's coming. All right. Thank you guys for listening. You guys have a good week. Absolutely. We at Nerdtalkalypse Podcast assume no claim in sounds, references, music, and graphics and are not affiliated or endorsed by any companies involved, such as Disney, Lucasfilm, Marvel, DC Comics, Warner Brothers, Sony, ComicBook.com, or any of their affiliates. Nerdtalkalypse is a non-profit generating podcast made for entertainment purposes. We can be found on social media at Facebook.com slash Nerdtalkalypse and on Twitter at Nerdtalkalypse. You can also email us, Nerdtalkalypse at gmail.com. We really appreciate you listening. Please subscribe to us at any of the following servers. iTunes, Stitcher, Satchel, Player FM, and TuneIn Radio. Or also on Facebook every Monday for a live viewing of the show. Please, if you enjoy the show, let us know via email or review on iTunes. If you'd like to be a guest, either in person or via Skype, please send us an email. If there's any subject matter you wish us to discuss, please let us know. We will do all the necessary research to bring you that specific content, either in our next episode or a special of your very own. Thank you again for listening to Nerd Talk Lips Podcast.